got some recording. Why are you going, recording? So. What? Why are you recording? You because it's a that. podcast, Terry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you could you're recording our faces, aren't you now? No, I'm literally. This is what I use to record the audio. Um, it will record the faces, but that won't be uh, for public consumption. That's for Dan's sexual pleasures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And three oh. o'clock in the morning. I just need something to help me get off. Where's Stephen Terry talking? About <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Top Gun. Let's do this. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. After a short hiatus. To the Marveling Marvel podcast. It's been a while, guys. We have Terry, we have Steve. Terry, how's it going? How do? Yeah. I've been busy like getting Sony to re-release Morbius using copious amounts of uh, Twitter accounts. One of the best things that's happened this year. Oh, I reckon we'll get into that a bit when we when we get to Morbius. Yeah. This is a film we probably mentioned at some point. And we have Steve. Steve, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How you doing? Mm. Excited to talk about every film we've seen this year so far. That's that's what I reckon we're going to do. Like, we're going to focus Strap on in. yeah, because there's there's a couple of tentpole ones I think, and I'm talking about. I was like, what tentpole are we yeah. talking about, Dan? <laughs> I'm talking about the tightening of my trousers for one of them, definitely. Um, and um, and just in general, I think there's there's been a couple of films that have, that have kind of like stood out, and then there's been some good ones, and then there's been some bad ones, and I think I'd like to talk about all of them because it's been so long. That I think I want to treat everyone to our voices for a bit. Yeah. So fuck uh, yeah, fuck them. So what we're <laughs> going to do is a fairly strict limit of five minutes per film, except for I think uh, two. Okay, two that films. makes more sense. Me Apart and Steve like, thought. Yeah. Me and Steve thought you meant five minutes in total yeah, on all the nah. films. Nah. Apart from like two films, I reckon. I think two films we talk about in a bit more in depth. Maybe the yeah. first film we're going to talk about, which was the last one we've been meaning to talk about since March. So, uh, <laughs> so um, is I it Morbin time, Dan? No, no, it's not yet. <laughs> not yet. Strap in. We will be talking about Morbius if that's what you're here for. Um, but we haven't spoken about the Batman yet. The Batman has not only been released at the cinema. It has come out on DVD, come out on Blu-ray since, and I've seen it like six times now. Um, so people want to know our thoughts on the Batman. So where do we want to start on this? Batman was all right. It was all right. Did you really think it was all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. It's a masterpiece. Oh, it was exactly. the best film of the year until another film came out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, till Morbius came out. Till um, Morbius came out, yeah. It was a short run. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, personally, I love the Batman. This, this is, mm. this is my favorite Batman film, with my favorite Batman, um, and it might be controversial. And I understand Christopher Nolan's a heck of a movie director, but, but the, everything about this felt like a labor of love, and it felt like, hey, this is the Batman that I've actually read about in comics, the Batman I've wanted to see on in, in cinemas forever. On top of which, Paul Dano was really good in it as well. Um, yeah, I think I don't everyone, think... yeah. Christopher Nolan would disagree because he wouldn't. He wasn't like a Batman fan. Was yeah. He wanted to make. He was intrigued by the fact of making like a grounded Batman film, yeah. having off the back of fucking Joel Schumacher. Whereas, yeah, like yeah. we said, like you said, there, uh, Matt Reeves loved Batman. Hmm. 
he walked away from it, didn't he? Because they started throwing conditions at him. He said, yeah. fine, fuck it, I'll go. Like, yeah. If I don't get to make my Batman film, I'll walk. And they came crawling back. Yeah, and, and I'm then, glad they did. Yeah, and then let him make a three-hour film, which there's not many directors who could turn around and say, this is my cut, don't fucking touch it. No. Which was just... part of his, his coming back, wasn't it? It's one studio with that seems to be able to let a couple of directors do that between him and uh, and uh, and Zack Snyder. I, I, one of the things I liked about this was that the the uh, release the Snyder cuts fans kind of uh, <laughs> shut up a little bit because this came out and it was like, yeah, it was pretty fucking good, wasn't it? Like this was really good. Like I th- I genuinely think the Snyder cut does benefit a little bit from hey we went a year without any films coming out and mm. also the fact that it's better than the previous version of it like it is better than 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 uh the the, the joss whedon version but but then this i think came out and just like wow they, they've they this is from the get-go in that film from the monologue and from mm. the from the that Riddler, was so comic booky yeah. The, yeah. the in a in a monologue the Riddler with the, uh, the, the carpet edging tool mm. and he's standing behind the guy and it's so creepy and it's so well done. And it's like, this is his Batman and he's taking on like street level thugs basically. And they're all smart. And he actually has to do some, some thinking in this one. Absolutely loved it. I think, I think this is, if this is the direction DC want to go after, they've just basically canned most of their universe. Uh, well, Batgirl, and I dare say the flash is on its way as well. Um, I think they've I... spent too much on that now, haven't they? That's the problem. Um, rather than just creating a whole universe around Shazam, Black Adam, and Aquaman, um, I think this might be <laughs> the direction. I don't think I think they could do a lot worse than saying, "Hey, so Rob Pattinson's up." We just literally talked about this on the podcast. Uh, Rob Pattinson's our, our Batman for what is going to be the reassembled uh, Justice League, essentially. I don't think no, Robert Patterson's going to be interested in that, though, is he? I don't know. I think he might. He's, they, they, they need to throw as much money as it's going to take at him and give him yeah. as much leeway as, as he wants because for once they have a young Batman yeah. and they need, to, mm-hmm. they need to run with that. So they didn't just go straight in. Who should be Batman? Uh, ben Affleck? He's in his 40s already, though. Yeah. Still, though, he's got a good jaw. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> the hell are you thinking like you can't you then try to forge a universe based on someone that is already old and old for the character as well not just like old but like so if you've got a young batman you can do an awful lot with that i think i think i'm interested in seeing not necessarily how silly they can make it but what they can make seem believable in this universe as well because i think they can do some really interesting things especially with like arkham asylum that kind of thing so especially yeah, follow the same formula this one Hmm. The problem, with the, I think we've all agreed before. The problem with the the current DC films hmm. is they introduce everything so quick, trying to keep up with Marvel, yeah. and then all the solo films are coming out after the team up film. Yeah, if they if they learn from their mistake, and if you don't try and compete with Marvel and try to build your own universe, and they build it around this Batman universe, it can be very successful if I they mean, follow the same formula. We mentioned on the pod. Well, I'm, I mentioned the pod. I've been on a rant basically, um, where I I essentially just said you don't necessarily build it like MCU did. You have your three main characters, which is Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. You build up their individual universes first, and then you throw in Justice League. And I said, you don't introduce Superman until you're in like year eight of this. 
so I, I put it like you do Batman and every or everything that comes out now is building up to the next Batman film. And at that point, you introduce some nuggets that lead up to the Wonder Woman film. You include Atlantis with that as well. So like then you can introduce like an Aquaman in it as well. Mm. Can be the same Aquaman, does can be a different Aquaman, whatever. And then you introduce like TV series like the Arkham Asylum TV series, that the Gotham PD series. And it's all leading up to this idea that the next Batman film is set in Arkham Asylum and it's about like a prison break from Arkham Asylum and he's trying to get the the, all the crazy people back in there basically and then by the time you've done that the time you've done wonder woman and you're on the third batman film you release a tv series called olsen which is about jimmy olsen recording a podcast about all these these crazy things that used to happen in this small town in kansas and he goes back and it's him like figuring out what happened with this 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 uh, clark kent kid and like and start working things out and working things out until the whole thing ends with him like being face to face with Superman, and that's when you introduce the Superman film. I got it all planned, DC. Come to me. Come to me. Sounds sounds like say, you've you've, you've thought about it a lot more yeah. than they fucking have because we've yeah. already got Aquaman two on the way yeah. with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Then we've got the Flash with Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. Yeah. But but, but the idea of Jimmy Olsen being a podcaster recording like a serial style podcast about these crazy things that happened in in Smallville, Kansas, mm. and then it leading up to like, oh shit, and here's Superman. Like, and then the Superman, then you introduce Superman film. You've set up a universe by then that it's, it feels believable that Superman would exist in it. Yeah, I you mean, definitely need yeah. Batman first because Batman almost becomes a bit superfluous when mm. you've got Superman. Like, who needs a guy in a suit who punches people when you've got yeah. someone who can fly around the earth in X amount of seconds? You need to see him build up. Yeah. You need to see him mm. build up to, hang on, he can go toe to toe with Superman. You can't just have, like, in, in, in Batman vs. Superman, the biggest problem was. He went, so how's he going to go? How's he going to beat Superman? Like in this Batman versus Superman? <sighs> Big suit? Kryptonite? Yeah, like it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So, so like in this, like you at least build up to the idea that Batman can stand shoulder to shoulder with like Wonder Woman and Superman and stuff like that. And you introduce all the street level superheroes like Green Arrow as well into like the Batman universe, like doing different things, like hearing about certain things, Batwoman, and then like the whole Bat family as well. And then you have Wonder Woman taking the historical approach, like all these characters that are, of, like, are supposed to have been like on Earth for ages, like Wonder Woman, like Aquaman, even someone like something like Green Lantern as well. You could introduce into like actually Superman more likely, and then you use them to like in their own little universes. And then about 10, 12 years in, you go boom, here's the Justice League film. So yeah, probably a bit too long for movie goers to wait twelve years for it, though, isn't it? I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds more planned out than the current DC universe, to be fair. But I, I, this is yeah. this is what happens when you got a lot of time driving. <laughs> Start yeah. talking about. I love as well how all of us have said like they need to not try and copy Marvel, mm. but the first thing this new guy's come out and said like we're going to have a ten year plan, just like Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I remember famously when Marvel just started canning their films and their TV yeah. shows that were like virtually finished. Mm. Fucking muppet. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the other thing. You need to you need to be quite brutal if you're if DC is actually doing this, then they actually do need to be kind of brutal. So you need to go, yeah, those Chris Berlanti TV series of DC Legends of Tomorrow, Clark and Lois, they're all great, but because they're not tied into absolutely anything we're doing, get rid of them. Like, just get rid of them. Like, we, we'll we'll do our own thing. Uh, Margot Robbie signed on to how many films for Harley Quinn? Like another two or something? Well, let's see if she actually wants to be signed on to another seven. If she doesn't, we'll pay her off and we'll get another Harley Quinn in. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. 
<laughs> that's a film that doesn't need making, isn't it? The Joker 2. Yeah. No. Could not give less of a shit. Yeah. That and Black Adam. Black Adam I'm looks sick of Tyler. awful. I'm sick of Tyler of the trailer for it. Do you know what I do you know what pisses me off the most in that trailer? The bit where he takes down the planes, which is meant to be like a wink at here's Black Adam destroying Top Gun. No chance, mate. Have you seen what <laughs> Top Gun's done this year? But yeah. It's uh, it, it pisses me off. It's it's not great, and I'm I'm beginning to get a little bit sick of the Rock in films, where he's yeah. literally just the Rock. Well, that, um, he, that's all he does. Yeah. And it seems like Black Adam's. And I was telling Steve while we were waiting for you, Dan. I saw the League of Super Pets today. Yeah, oh, was which it is obviously no, it's shit. Um, <laughs> he voices Superdog or yeah. Crypto. Sorry. Yeah. There is a post-credit sting where Black Adam turns up with his dog, and the Rock voices Black Adam and the dog. And it's just like, literally, he's eating himself at this point. Mm. He's just, he genuinely, I, I'll get to the point with The Rock now, where I think if he was, he would genuinely think if he was in Morbius, Morbius would have been a smash hit, 500 mm-hmm. billion pounds at the box office. He thinks that him being in a film, and he thinks he's going to save the DC universe, which he fucking isn't. But yeah, DC. No. Oh, but yeah, it's, Zach oh. Levy stands more of a chance of doing that in fucking Shazam. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Zach Levy oh. and the fella from fucking uh, the OC. Like, they stand more yeah. of a chance than... Because uh, even that the trailer Rockies. where he's talking to Helen Mirren, he goes, I've seen all the Fast and the Furious films. Just yeah. fuck off. Yeah. We know she was in the Fast and the Furious films. Yeah, it's not funny. Th- these little in-jokes aren't funny. No, not at all. So, we watched Batman. We all enjoyed Batman, yeah? Yes. Obviously, um, you mentioned Paul Dano. Yes, Paul yeah. Dano was great. And Barry Keegan, Kegan. Yeah. Obviously, his tiny little cameo showing that he's better than Jared Leto. Yeah, okay. He's better than Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still um, not Colin Farrell as well. Colin yeah, Colin Farrell, Farrell fuck me. Good. He steals the show. He was superb. superb. I don't think there's a weak link in there. Even like Peter Starsgard, who just mm. turns up for like 10 minutes as the DA. Yeah. He's great. But yeah. Yeah, he's believable as well. That's the best mm. thing about it, is you yeah. believe that he he's out drowning his sorrows because he thinks he's fucked as well. He, yeah. Uh, and obviously Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman puts in a performance that is quite good. So, you know. That adds to your tentpole. <laughs> <laughs> She's very attractive in yeah. that. But then so is Rob Pattinson. They, they have some genuine chemistry in that film and that helps. So Yeah. yeah. Um, I, do, I, do, I do agree that um, it is one of the best Batman. I don't think it's the best Batman film. I'm still going for the Dark Knight. I still think that pips it just a little bit, but yeah, it wipes the floor with the I old think ones. It's hard to compare them. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're I different you, films. I, I, I get it, but like if you're going to sit down and say, say we were going to sit down and rank the Batman films, hmm. you'd, you'd have to put it on the top. So if yeah. we're going to sit down and rank the Batman films, shit, 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 shit. Wow, that's really good. Um, so, um, <laughs> so it's just, um, it's just, yeah. it's just a swing, isn't it, with Batman? It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, I, I, so I, so he, here's my concession is that The Dark Knight's probably a better film, but I think The Batman is my favorite Batman film. Yeah. I'm willing to accept yeah, yeah. that The Dark Knight's probably yeah. a better made film than The Batman. Yeah. But, I mean, it's subjective, yeah. isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day, but I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So can I I've just always... say one thing off topic, Tommy? Dan, um, sorry, sorry, is that a Keanu Reeves calendar in the background? Of course, it fucking <laughs> is. <laughs> Amazing. That is incredible. <laughs> That's good spot, Steve. It's on July. There you go. There's a little little sneak of August for you. Love it. He's a very good looking man for his age, isn't he? All day and all night, if he (laughs) wanted to. Whoa. (laughs) Um, So we watched the Batman. It was good. We really liked the Batman. 
that was at the time in my, I remember coming out going a film's going to have to go some to beat that as film of the year for me. Yeah. Mm. We'll get we'll get on to some other films. Well, no, I, I, yeah. I think I have to say after the first viewing I wasn't I knew it was an yeah. amazing film but I wasn't like oh my god. Yeah. And I think I was a bit more on the scene. Like, oh, was it The Dark Knight? Does it mm. beat The Dark Knight? But then seeing it the second time, I was just like, when you watch a film for the second time that's mm. three hours long and it still whips by at yeah. a razor pace and you're not bored and it's and just like the little things you pick up, that's yeah. the thing. This Dark Knight doesn't necessarily have those. Oh my God, that was there. Yeah. That was there. And that's it. The, like, the, all light, the, foreshadowing the light flickering throughout the yeah. entire fucking film, for starters, which you, you, to bring him out into the light, the whole thing. Yeah. And the whole the fact the whole thing was planned all along. The fact that they put the Riddler in the window, like yeah. where there's a scene that like just going. Yeah, just little it. things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, really, really cool. Um, and also, I th- still think it's probably my favourite car chase scene ever. Oh, maybe that fucking car. Oh, yeah. When the car when he <laughs> fires up and the penguin's just kind of looking down at him. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It's so well done. And then it fucks up. And that's the best thing about it. And then eventually it gets going and that just the whole thing is is so well. Yeah, I love the Batman. So yeah. what was the next film we watched after the Batman? Is it, it was what I another, think it was? It was another cinematic viewing. It was, <laughs> and it was one I was so looking forward to for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, me and too. It, and it lived up to those reasons. <laughs> it did. It, but at the same time, it was too bad to even be enjoyable. We're talking yeah. about... Um, the the film that got a, a fan favorite re-release, <laughs> on which fifty thousand people then turned up to watch. It. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Morbius. It's Morbin time, guys. We're going to be talking about. It is oh, indeed. Yeah. Jared Leto oh. joins the MCU. Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, they're apparently in um, like the re-releases, and yeah. I'm assuming on the DVD and Blu-ray, they've removed the Spider-Man references from those post-credit stings. Yeah, because I. I, I it's almost like they never watched them. Yeah. They just shoved them in the film. <laughs> um, it's almost like they never watched Spider-Man as well. Um, I, I I don't know where to start with Morbius. It is a... It's... It was it's, ill-conceived. It's yeah. <laughs> the I don't think anyone terrible. went, oh, a Morbius film starring yeah. Jared Leto? That's going to be amazing. Yeah. There's part of me that's like a lot of people probably lost their job making that film, which makes me sad. But there is part of me that when there was when the, the initial release and you're seeing people that went to like the midnight screenings and stuff, and there was two people in the cinema. <laughs> there was part of me that was laughing an awful lot. That's it. It's not even yeah. like people were excited and it had a great opening yeah. weekend and then it dropped off a cliff. It was no. just dreadful from the outset no one wanted it it was no. awful it got pushed back a million times to get it's... as far away from fucking spider-man as possible and considering how far it was pushed back yeah. the effects in it were fucking awful yeah you'd think pushing it back <clears throat> that amount of time you'd go away and spend time on it because randomly while i was on holiday i watched um mission impossible rogue nation oh yeah no sorry fallout the one where um tom cruise broke his leg yeah I was reading about the tri- reading the trivia on IMDb. Obviously, it's the law. Um, and Chris McQuarrie said, like that incident. Obviously, they had to shut down. They went away. They looked at what they'd filmed. They thought, actually, that that's not working. And they completely redid the film in like three months. Yeah, hiatus. Morbius had like a year and a half, two years to look at it and go, 
is this working? And how anyone looked at that film and went, yes. Yes, this, this is the film that we need to reinvigorate our extended Spider-Man universe, whatever they're calling it now. Yeah. Then, yeah, just fucking idiots. Um, the fight scenes, because they are all CGI, and as you say, because the CGI is terrible, you cannot... I do not have a fucking clue what was happening in those fight scenes. No. First clue at all. I, I watched them yeah. just going, it's just a blur? Like the two vampires. Yeah, he was a purple blur and Matt Smith was like a blue blur or something, yeah. was it? And that's but the even you then, you, it's I mean the best best thing I can I can say is um there is a great YouTube channel called I think it's just called Pitch Meetings. And his his one he's done for Morbius describes everything. Is that, that what you sent to us? Yeah. So it's a new scene yeah. it doesn't matter yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what happened before <laughs> exactly that describes everything that happened in Morbius better than I ever could no the only thing I think that's not dreadful mm. and that's Matt Smith but I think he looks better in comparison to everyone else mm. and he clearly understands the film he's in and he's just having a lovely time hamming it up being the villain yeah and yeah, Jared Leto once again all the things coming out where he refused to walk even in between takes because he was in character as a man with, no, with the lack of use of his legs. And they had to use a fucking wheelchair to get him to the toilet. That was the compromise. What an arsehole. Yeah, that was the compromise they came to. Um, He's such a twat. Isn't he? <laughs> he really is. And the thing is, right. I don't, he, he does all this, this method acting and it just seems to be that he still plays the same character in every single fucking film he's in. Like, even when he's in like, a fat suit and massive amounts of prosthetics in House of Gucci. He seems to just be playing a verging (laughs) on offensive Italian person, but it's still, it's still obviously Jared Leto. He's, he's fucking awful. He is an awful actor. He is an albatross for films as well. Like he, he, oh my God, just, oh, I have, and he's apparently not a nice person. Is, is what you keep hearing yeah. as well. So, like, I can, I'll happily fucking hate the prick. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, Morbius. We watch Morbius. Steve, thoughts on Morbius? Oh, it was fucking dreadful. I think it's my lowest ranking film on Letterboxd. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's on the same par as Queen and Slim. I don't remember seeing that film. But I haven't, but I've heard good things. Terrence, <laughs> remember me when I saw it? We got bl- it was an unlimited secret screening, so we got yeah. a bit blindsided. I think had I known what it was going in, I might have enjoyed it more, but I didn't enjoy it watching it. No. Mm. Anyway, that's, we're not talking about that film, but yeah, it was a G. As we obviously all three of us went and saw it, but knowing full well we're not in for <laughs> an Oscar winning performance. But I think we went there thinking, like you said, it was so bad it wasn't good mm. that we were expected to be so shit. It might have been. A tad a enjoyable, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't think we even, think... we we kept looking at each other, but we weren't like, like yeah. when we've seen like the Fast and the Furious films together. We look at each other and we're pissing ourselves at yeah, at Vin shouting family. We was this we were just looking at each other like, is this happening? We even saw the funny <laughs> side of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We were sitting there when Chewbacca <laughs> dies in Rise of Skywalker. We were sitting there pissing ourselves, laughing. We were the only people in the cinema doing it. But we were, <laughs> and like, if we can see the funny side of a film that's not that is clearly not like most people don't see any kind of funny side to we're, we're the target audience of a film that's meant to be so bad that we can go in and laugh at it. And I, I don't remember laughing one bit. I just remember going, what are they doing? What is this? And yeah. I, I, I mean those in every sense of the word, what are they doing? What's going on? I can't tell anymore. 
Are the police mm. officers supposed to be funny? Are they supposed to be good guys? Are they supposed to be bad guys? What actually is their role in this film? What have they provided for this film? Because they don't actually do anything of any substance at all. No plot point makes any sense because he like makes that venom to kill himself. Yeah. But then immediately upon killing Matt Smith, doesn't inject himself and just yeah. goes about his life. Nothing makes sense. Actually, strangely, it puts me in mind where we were chatting last night at the cinema. It puts me in mind of The Predator mm. on like a par of how where they were clearly aiming at the 13, 14 year old boy yeah. market and just yeah. fucking missed by a mile. Mm. Yeah, they missed it every trip and that. Who knew so? I'm going to go tell. I wasn't even a fan of Matt Smith either. Mm. I know that obviously you've got a bit of a connection with him being Dr. Hill, and I get that. And if it was probably like a Will Smith or Denzel, I'd probably be a bit like, well, he was all right, but I just couldn't get on board Can with him Can you either. imagine if they'd somehow got Denzel for that role? <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been nominated for an Oscar. <clears throat> I mean, I did concede yeah. that Matt Smith was the best thing about it, but was perhaps. Yeah. Be- looked better in comparison to Jared Leto just mm. being Jared Leto. Even yeah. even Jared Harris, who has a relatively minor part in it, you spend the whole film just thinking that he's looking at his watch going, we done yet? Does <laughs> uh, the check cleared? Yeah, I, I leave? I've got stuff to do. <laughs> I've got to take some cushions back to Dunelm. Like, can you just, <laughs> are, we, are we done? Like this... Uh, if... It's yeah. one of those, what makes a film so even more weird for me is the fact that you're seeing all these rumours floating around Twitter, like saying there's a sequel coming. Come in. Normally, if you watch a film, like there's a sequel, oh, that's banner. There's not going to be a sequel. But I generally don't know if there's going to be a fucking sequel to this film or not. Because yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they pull one out of the bag. As I say, one of the best things that happened was when it's Morbin time became a thing, it became a meme, and they went, "Holy well, shit, this is it! Re-release it! They're all going to go see Morbius!" And then no one went to see it. And then Monday there was a petition started going, no, 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 we were all busy that weekend. We'll uh, release it again. Go on. Oh. And then another one that said, go on, make a TV series. That's what we really wanted. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. God. God bless Sony. Yep. I don't, mad, I they're filming Madame Web now, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. What's that, Fuck sorry? No, they're, they're filming Madame Web now, aren't they? Yeah. They just can't help themselves. They feel like they've got to do something with Spider-Man. Yeah. It's all they've got. But if they I just mean, we went know out that's and not found true, a good though. comic, Sony's got like, a new good comic. Sony's got the, the number one film of the year, haven't they? That was Sony. Wasn't it? Am I, am I making that? Here? The the film with planes. <laughs> no, that's Paramount, isn't it? Oh, Paramount. Okay. Well, Sony had yeah, ghosts. Sony's too much like, why not fucking do yeah. something around that and just say... Everything we do with Spider-Man, we're going to get uh, cons- consultation from Disney before we do it, because otherwise these things don't make. But they can't right. because people just want to see superhero films, and that's the superhero they've got, isn't it? Mm. But apparently, um, the whole Morbius thing—it tanked loads of vampire mm. films because studios read from it that people didn't want mm. um, vampire films because a vampire film tanked, even no. though it's not about a vampire. But you didn't want terrible films. Yeah, Robert Eggers, who's done like The Northman, Witches, The Lighthouse, he was going to make Nosferatu with oh, fuck. Anya Taylor-Joy and um, Harry Styles. Oh. Yeah, but yeah that, <laughs> it got canned like two weeks before they were due to start filming because of how Morbius performed. Oh, oh, okay, so on one hand, you don't need to remake Nosferatu. Nosferatu no. is timeless. I, I doubt it would have yeah. been a remake, but yeah. an envisioning... That at the same time, I'd have watched the shit out of that. So yeah, uh, yeah. 
So yeah, cool. Right, Morbius then. So we've done Batman and Morbius. What was the next film? Anyone remember any? Can I just, can I just go back about 90 yep. seconds? Go for it. You mentioned, you mentioned Ghostbusters. So the yep. last time we recorded, the last three, three, two of the times we recorded, I mentioned that I hadn't seen Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because I'll just say I've now since seen the new Ghostbusters film. Yeah. And really, How much really did you cry? Yeah. I didn't cry, but my eyes welled up. I did get a lump in the throat. That was I as far as it goes. I can see why you guys cried. It was that ending was very heart wrenching and very nostalgic. It was beautiful. Essentially, essentially, when they turned it to him and said, like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd turned to him and say, "I'm sorry," and it's like, yeah. "Fuck me, this is like <laughs> you know." Yeah, that's the bit that got me. But yeah. I mean, I'm only saying that because there was two, three times we recorded on three, two separate podcasts. I said I hadn't seen it, but I was going to throw in there that I have now seen. I think okay, let's let's, now let's got all have movies. Let's let's uh, all have one that we've watched since. Yes, yeah, so because I now also have Sky Movies on my Skybox. So I've mentioned a couple of times I didn't have. Um, yeah. Let's let's all have one that we hadn't seen previously and now we've seen because I saw last night in Soho finally. Oh, that's a good one. It's isn't it? fucking brilliant. It is genuinely it. really, really it's good. It's on Sky Movies, Steve. On Sky I'm movies, not being funny. <laughs> Just when I can finally keep up with the conversation on certain films, you do throw a film out of there that I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch that now. It's really be, good. Uh, really good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, to be fair, I've probably got six months till we record again, so don't get Christmas <laughs> special. Yeah, and it's Matt Smith. That, that's a better Matt Smith role, by the yeah, way, right. as well, yeah. So, yeah. He enjoys that one as well. Yeah, really, really fucking good. Right. Terry, any films that we, we, had, we hadn't seen? I can't remember the... if there was ones I hadn't seen. You'd seen them all, probably, to be fair. So, yeah, I've seen know. a lot of films. You know what yeah. I'm like? I'll rattle yeah. through them. Um, so we've done Morbius and Batman, then. Mm-hmm. The next one I've got on my list as yeah. a cinematic viewing was the yeah. unbearable weight of massive talent. Fuck yes. <laughs> you seen yeah. that, Steve? <laughs> Did Don't you not see the cinema with us? No, no I didn't come, no. Because that was an unlimited screening, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Was that I've gone from going to the cinema twice a week to about twice a month now. Hmm. You know. Yeah, so, well, J- July was a bad month for me. So <laughs> only twelve um, films. <laughs> <laughs> no, at, at the cinema. So unbearable weight of massive, of massive talent, though. I really fucking liked it. It was so it was so much better than I thought it was. Gonna yeah. be. I thought it was just going to be some weird no spoilers. Pastiche, yeah, but it was. But it was just so much more. Nicholas Cage's Nicholas Cage is just absolutely phenomenal. And Nicholas Cage when he's in on the joke is hilarious as well. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal <laughs> is just as the weird buddy cop slash villain slash oh it's just yeah without spoilers there's not much more we can say other than Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage who is in financial strife which probably isn't too far from the truth most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. and he gets paid like a million dollars to go and go to someone's um, birthday party in like Greece or something like that mm. and he goes and basically the CIA try and get him to help them because they think the person that he's going to see is actually like a cartel boss or something and it's mm. just oh, it's it's funny. It's entertaining. It's actually quite emotional at points as mm. well. Oh, just so good. Paddington too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Paddington too gets more than a couple of mentions in that film. <laughs> <laughs> in that film, and it's and they're right. It's fucking brilliant. So you know, yeah, Paddington too is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's yeah. I really liked. I really have you seen that, Steve? No. You haven't seen Paladin too, and I and I won't watch either. So it's not the sort of why not? Because I don't want to. 
Honestly, mate, the Paddington film. Sorry, I'm sorry, Dad, I didn't mean to be so shirty there. Sorry. I've just got no interest in watching the Paddington films. Oh, they are fucking Have you watched brilliant. like Mighty Boosh? Yeah, again. Stuff like that. I don't, I don't like Noel Fielding. He's a twat, so I don't tend to watch anything. Paul Keir, who made Paddington 1 and 2, was like the main director of the yeah. Mighty Boosh series. And it's got vibes of that. But honestly, mate, it's so good. They're both so They're good. They're both incredible. Really, really good films. Mm. And yeah. very, very sidebar, the animated show on Nickelodeon is also very good as well. Daisy it? loves it. And it's one of the few shows I don't mind where she's like, can we watch it again? I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, it's got Ben Whishaw as the voice of Paddington still, which I think is why oh, I like really? it so much. Yeah. He's the only returning cast member, so to speak. Everyone else. It's got all the same characters, but not the voices. So, yeah. Unbearable weight of human, of human talent, of massive talent. <laughs> Is uh, is is really really good. I really like that film a lot. Um, Come on, Steve. What's the next film you saw? Then you can talk about it. Something mm. through my list. Well, I finally watched the new Matrix. That was a nice. Okay. That was a nice viewing that Terry popped round because Dan was busy. Well, as always, Terry came around. We had a curry, didn't we? We did have we a sat curry. And, sat and watched the new Matrix film. That was uh, I really really enjoyed that. Actually, that was uh, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I felt that they like, really modernised. It compared to the other ones, I don't know if you agree, you guys agree. But, I've um, seen it. You oh, haven't seen it? No, I've seen it. Yet. Oh, I'll, uh, that's I'll how it feels. <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I won't say too much, but yeah, mm. it was uh, I was quite buzzing after watching. I think I believe it was uh, yeah, a really good film. Yeah, no, they did a lot of stuff that I like, they really toyed with it. Like you say, they didn't just oh, here's Matrix 4. Mm. It felt like a new, it felt like a film within the universe rather mm. than just a. Uh, Oh, we'll make some money out of this. I mean, they they take the piss out of it so much as well. Like, and like, I mean, you get it. Don't want to get into spoilers, but yeah, they really sort of do lean into the whole fact of oh, it's a fourth Matrix film. Who wants to see that kind of thing? Yeah, but, they made a couple of uh, things about that, didn't they? At the start, didn't they? Yeah, but obviously, I have a slight soft spot for Keanu Reeves, so I, I was never mm. going to not like it. But um, oh, yeah, hard spot depends how you look at. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how long it's been since the last one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Yeah, well, then, uh, what was, was your next film? Uh, so, cinema... Well, the thing is, Terry, you've, you, you've probably seen more films at cinema than both me and Steve combined, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got, I've, just, I've got a list of like, the key films I wanted to talk hmm. about. I don't think... I mean, the next one I've got for cinematic release, I know you've seen Dan, but I don't know if you've seen Steve, is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, shit. Yeah. That film is really fucking good. Yeah. Which... I don't know if I've even heard of it. Have I heard of it? So that came out... There, there was a film that came out before then, though, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, of course. That's that not made my list. Seen. Yeah, yeah. It's made my list much further up. I was going through my letterbox yeah. app. It must have been from where I watched it on Disney Plus or whatever I've added yeah. that one. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah it came out just after that. Mm. Okay. It's okay, was was my kind of general take on it. We're talking about Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Elizabeth Olsen, that's all I need. That, that would get me through a two-hour film. <laughs> I didn't love it, didn't hate it. I thought it had some fun bits in it. I thought it had some cool bits in it. I thought it looked beautiful at times as well. Mm. Um, I thought the dialogue was pretty terrible at times. I think it's had the got the worst cameo of any... Marvel film. I thought Bruce Campbell was awful, and I hate to say it because mm. I love Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. Oh, I thought but, you meant um, Mr. Fantastic, but 
Oh no! I was, well, I was, I was, I was about to drive over yeah. Terry and just uh, <laughs> throwing stuff How in the window. Disrespect Jim Halpert. Yeah, is that? Um, <laughs> who's already been the MCU? We've discussed this already. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I hated the pizza popper. I thought that was fucking dreadful. Mm. But for the most part, I I thought it was enjoyable. I really liked it. I liked the way that they went fully in on the horror element of it, which is obviously if you're going to get Sam Raimi in on mm. a film. The bit where, um, I mean, we're going in for spoilers here, I yeah. assume, because it's out on Disney. When fucking Scarlet Witch snaps Xavier's neck, but mm. she's like mm. full on witch mode. Oh, that whole destroying of the Illuminati scene is just phenomenal. That, is, that yeah. was really cool. And the bit where they are rushing through the tunnels. Yeah, that's then she so fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, really, really well done. Um, and then just some really cool horror like imagery of when, like, Zombie Strange. Yeah, because right, when he when he um, and his wings of walks, the damned, yeah, we, yeah, the wings of the damned, which is like all these fucking souls that turn into fucking wings, yeah. which is cool as well. Um, I liked what they were trying to do with it. I think it might have missed the mark a little bit, and I'd like to have seen a little bit more multiverse. Yeah, I was about I to say the exact the, same thing. Yeah. I say when you got a film called The Multiverse of Madness, yeah. I, I don't don't think I thought of upon first watching. Don't mind the criticism of straight away was there's not enough multiverse. Yeah. Like, I feel like they could have been a lot more. And then I think me and you, Terry, had a conversation mm-hmm. in the post, before the post-credits about the different, the ones, the people in the Illuminati, would they be the same in our, mm. what we know as our universe? So I'd be quite interested to see how they explore that. So have you seen the latest rumours for Captain Fantastic? Captain obviously, Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, sorry. Mm. You mean Elton Well, obviously... They're thinking mm-hmm. now that Krasinski's not going to be because yeah. he did this. Apparently, it's Henry Cavill, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> I thought you'd be all over that. They could have 20 minutes of him building his PC in, in the Baxter building for you to <laughs> thud one it's out. arms everywhere. <laughs> it's, um... It's, I don't Sounding know. so conflicted. I don't know. I'd like to have seen him as pretty much anything else in the MCU, if I'm honest with you. But, Sue Storm? Uh, yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll <laughs> um, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'd like to see him maybe do something a little bit different with it, but but that's... I'm sure he'll be excellent, regardless. So, if that's the case. But, um, but yeah. But yeah no, I agree with you guys. I think, obviously, we saw about 12 multiverses, mm. but when they were falling through them, I feel mm. like we needed a bit more even if it was just one more universe. It's the same thing I felt with like um, Spider-Man. Mm. Like obviously they brought back Toby, they brought back mm. Andrew. Just throw in a random Spider-Man in there, played by someone else famous. Like, you don't have to stick to what people know. And this film did that a little bit yeah. with like Krasinski, whereas the other ones are obviously slight tweaks, obviously Captain Britain and stuff like that. But yeah, just really fucking push it, introduce a character that like no one would expect. Or something I, like I that. thought it would have been a lot cooler is if, if we saw Scarlet Witch chasing them through like multiple different multiverses. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. like loads of different things, like her just like chasing her through all these different universes. But it, it wasn't bad. I just didn't. Yeah. You know, the, the, I think the MCU has made a rod for its own back by making very good films in the past. That's it. And this one by far and away better than anything DC have made, other than obviously the Batman. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So yeah, multiverse of madness. And then after that, we saw everything everywhere all at once, which is another multiverse film, 
which then does go apeshit with the multiverse. Which has oh. such a fucking slow burn start yeah. as well. Yeah. If you, I, because this for me was one of my films of the year. Yeah, me too. I had so many people leave the screening because mm. it starts off and it's heavily subtitled because yeah. you've got like a Chinese family living in the, because it's got um, short round from yeah. Indiana Jones who's making his film come back after like 30 years or something yeah. ridiculous mm. like that. And they're like living in America. So it's all subtitled where they're talking. And someone genuinely left after about 10 minutes where it just mm. been all subtitled. Classy Hemel, classy. Um, mm. But it is, I feel like it took a while to get going. And then like you say, they just took the fucking brakes off. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it as a anally retentive <laughs> tax inspector. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away. She gets given an award, which is she's given like auditor of the month or whatever. And it is a butt plug. Mm. It is a statue of a butt plug, but it's just, oh, yeah, you don't want to spoil too much of it, but it is just absolutely mental. But it's it's different in that, like, basically you stay in this universe, but people from the other universe come to our universe. But Michelle Yeoh is just fucking amazing in it. Like the differences in her performances and stuff yeah. like that. It's just, oh, it, yeah, just so good. Yeah, this no, show's on no. Squad Cinema. No, I don't think so. I don't think this one oh. is yet. No, no. I think it's still doing the cinematic round. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. What one did you say was on Sky Cinema? You said there was one you would seen that was on Sky. Uh, so oh, uh, last night in Soho. Yeah, oh, that's the one. Yeah, the one. Yeah. The one thing I'll add is um, I don't want to give too much away, but the Rock Universe was a a comedic highlight to me for oh, me yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, brilliant. And again, a very emotional film as well because it yeah. like sets itself up as one thing, and then I feel like it does make a few turns and becomes something else. And I mean, I'm sure everyone's at least seen, possibly not Steve, because he'd not even heard her film. But Hot Dog Fingers is also a comedic highlight. It's <laughs> There's a universe bonkers. where people have yeah. long hot dog fingers, mm. and basically they have sex by rubbing them on each other, and they fire like mustard and ketchup. <laughs> yeah, and they can't, they can't, they can't grab anything with them because they're hot dogs. So they do everything with their feet. <laughs> it's yeah, fucking great. It is. It oh. is so weird, but I, I, it's so good. It was. It, it's a hard one to explain to people, mm. but yeah, it is a very, very good film. Get on it, Steve. I'm sure it won't be long till it's on Sky Cinema. No, I wouldn't have thought. So. It's quite a small studio. It's mm. like the biggest film that studios had. Like the first film which had reached a hundred million or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Check it out. We'll go next. Back to you, Steve. I think. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be cinematic, just... Well, I'll tell you what film I did actually surprisingly like, considering I'm not a massive fan of the actor, but I'm a massive fan of the animal. Mm. It's, the, it's the film Dog. Oh, it's, it's like, I haven't seen it. Is that, that Channing Tatum? Tatum film? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not... A, it's not. Can I surprise you both? I've not seen wow. this. What? <laughs> wow. Have you seen it, Dan? No, I've heard good things, though. Yeah. I actually really enjoy it. I mean, I love dogs. I absolutely live for dogs. So, like, I see a dog, I'll sit and shake it for 20 minutes. You know what I mean, like, and it had, and I mean, who are you? Get out of my lounge. <laughs> 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 but no, like, it's, it's, it's probably not one of the most predictable films ever. Mm. Like, you, you, in the first 10 minutes, when you find out the premise, even though you can't know what the premise is, you already know what the ending's going to be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's just why I struggle with films about animals because you know how they're going to fucking yeah. end. Yeah, you know, it's one of those sort of films that does pull on your heartstrings a little bit. There's a bit of comedy and a little bit of seriousness and that sort of stuff. But it generally is a nice film to watch. 
Like, that's probably the best way to describe it. It's a nice film to watch. Not a film that I'd probably buy on Blu-ray. I'm not, I probably won't watch it again. But if it's on like, I don't know, TV late at night and you're flicking through trying to find something to watch, you see it or I'm oh, 20 minutes in, going then, whatever. But, you know, I just generally thought it was actually a better film than I thought it was going to be, to be fair. And it was just obviously the title what drew, drew me into wanting to watch it. So me and Jess when I watched it and, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Nice. Did anyone go see Lost City? Yes. I've not no. got that on my list. I don't know why. Hmm. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Same same thing. It went a bit far in some of its humour. Yeah. Um, obviously, a film we all saw yesterday, actually, mm. that has a certain actor appearing in it that we've just spoken about. It just, I don't know, like really leans into stupid mm. sex comedy and stuff like that. And it's just like, obviously, Sandra Bullock's in it. I could watch her forever. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe's very good in it as the like villain. Because obviously it's a bit different for him, so it's quite fun to see him mm. like leaning into that and being a bit over the top. But it was okay. Again, yeah. like Steve just said, doubt I'd buy it. If it was on, I might watch it. Yeah. But didn't blow me away. Hmm. Did anyone watch Moonfall? No, we were going to go, weren't we? Oh, yeah, but yeah. I forget what happened. It fell through. Much like the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but I still haven't seen it either. No, I mean, either. is it out yet? Yeah. Surely that won't belong to be till it's on Sky Cinema. I would imagine probably not. No. So yeah. Okay, so I'm trying. I'm trying to rattle through films I know were released. See if anyone went to see them, and I did, I missed them because I missed a ton of films. So uh, a film get, I watched, yeah. that, but it was on Blu-ray. Mm which I quite enjoyed. It was one that I wanted to see at cinema, but it seems to be one of those films where it was at the cinema for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but it was the 355. Oh, is it good? Yeah. It's just like a sort of Kate. It's got Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Penelope Cruz, the German one. Um, I forget her name. That's really bad. Um, but yeah, it's just like they're all spies for different agencies and they have to come together to defeat a common evil. But it's just... It's a bit bondy, a bit borny. Mm. Just like, you know, like mm. one of those films you can just sit down, watch and enjoy and not really worry about it. It's not a thinker, mm. but very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, so. Mm. Um, so, uh, did anyone go see Downton Abbey? No. No, I missed that? Okay. I've not even watched a minute of the TV series. No, me neither. Me neither. That does not attract me at all. No, me neither. Literally, I'm, I'm, I'm far too common to watch fucking Downton Abbey. I'm not even going to lie. That, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I, tell you, I, will, I will say one thing now, a film I watched this year. I don't yeah. do this very often, but it is a Disney slash Pixar film. So normally, as you guys know, big Disney fan, I'm, not, I'm very much a a big advocate, but the film Turning Red was oh, probably yeah. hands down one of the worst films I've ever fucking released. Oh, really? Like, what was your beef Turning Red? Yeah. It was just so boring. Like, it, it, honestly, this is how... I, mean, I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't despise it. And there's a bit where I found like the first sort of 20 minutes really funny when they were introducing the characters, but I just found the whole film itself. I, I watched it on Disney+, Plus, and I was like, I just, did, just didn't really enjoy it that much. Like, I think they've had such a, and I've been saying for ages that, I, I, I do genuinely believe that film, some films, in the last sort of 10 years, they've, the films they've released are really starting to bounce back and like, things mm-hmm. like Coco and Tangled and 
in Canto, all these sort of films that they really bring back that magic. And they come out with Turning Red, and I'm just kind of like, to me, it just wasn't. That's, I don't know. I felt like it was a bit of a fall from grace. Mm. And you know, you, and you guys know me. Like, I'll defend Disney to I'm doing the fact I love Disney films. Like, I watch it. I watch it all the time. But I was just really little, sort of disappointed because mm. Turning I Red. Think, I agree with the ending. I thought the ending was drawn out a bit, but I quite liked mm. it. I didn't hate it. Daisy oh. quite liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a bit more. I don't know, serious, I guess. And obviously, yeah. didn't have any of the any songs or anything, did it? Which I can't. I, I mean, can't it doesn't seen it. So it doesn't necessarily for me. Though, I mean, even though I do believe that the, the music does necessarily make um, a Disney film because Disney soundtracks ninety nine point nine at a time are top notch. But I don't know. I just kind of felt like for me, it just I don't know. I just I can't really say why exactly why I just think to me it just didn't really grip me like I don't, I don't think necessarily that mm. the if it's not the music it's the it's the visuals you know what I mean like in Canto in Canto for me was the visuals and the music mm. although the first time I watched in Canto it's still I wasn't sold I watched it again I absolutely loved it do you know what I mean but like well have you watched Turning Red again oh uh, yeah no I haven't to be fair maybe yeah, uh, to be fair I've got all of the Disney and Pixar's on Blu-ray mm. And even though I've seen it, I saw it in Fox the other day for like $6.99. I still didn't pick up and buy it. You know, just for that. I mean, I've even got bloody Venom Let There Be Carnage on Blu-ray. Because I saw it on a special in a shop for $5.99. It was $5.99 on Blu-ray in a shop. And I thought, still still it, I thought still $5.98 too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, I, will, I probably will buy it again. But yeah, for me, like, you know, again, I'm just putting a spoiler out there. I love Disney. But for me, I just really missed the trick for me. Um, um, so a couple, a couple more say, if I can jump in with one yep. as we've just talked about Disney Pixar, another Disney Pixar that came out this year that I wasn't hmm. massively blown away with was Lightyear. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to mention Lightyear, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Mm. I've not I saw it at the cinema. Be, yeah. it, it's hmm. not awful. It's not brilliant. It's just very... Ordinary. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's that's a difference with Disney. Normally there is something, whereas this was just like, I don't know. And where the whole thing was like, it's the film that Andy mm. watched to buy the toy. Mm. The character is too modern to be that character. Yeah. Like the journey he goes on of self-discovery and shit like that, that that's not the character of Buzz. So I don't believe this film was made now, not mm. in 1992 or whatever, when that film should have been made. I feel like... It, again, it's just something that it's got Taika Waititi in it mm. as a character that you just know it's Taika Waititi by <laughs> how they act and stuff. And I'm get, as we talked about with The Rock getting bored, I'm getting a bit bored of Taika Waititi in the way he's just the same all the time. But yeah, no, Lightyear didn't didn't light any fires for me. Do you guys see it's the Northman Plus as well? Now. Terry, hmm? do you guys see the Northman as well? No, I have not. That's another one I wanted to see, and I Same. ended up. Yeah, I wanted to see it. that as well. Yeah, yeah. is that um, on Blu-ray yet? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> maybe we'll have a film night or something. Yeah, works for me. Uh, the other one was Sonic 2. I don't know I've not seen that. that. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I liked the first one, yeah. You oh. two fucking need to grow up, seriously. Paddington and Sonic. So, I mean, I know yeah, you just Sonic. sat there talking about how Turning Red was too serious. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, all views of my own. <laughs> what was the beef with um, Sonic? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see a film about it. Again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm right and you guys are wrong or you're wrong or whatever this way yeah. it is, but like, 
I just don't want to see a film about. I mean, I won't go see a film about Super Mario. Like, I know there's one coming, funny or ironically enough, mm. but it doesn't mean I'm going to go fucking Pratt. Yeah, well, I was assuming it was live action. To be fair, I don't know. I don't know. It gets the animation, but I've seen the original one with Buddy. What's his name in it? Bob Hoskins. Um, that is a fucking yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah, but that's all. I, that's all I need. I don't need to see. I don't need to see a Call of Duty film. I don't need to see a Grand Theft Auto. I don't want to see a film based on the game because it's not really. To me, it's not really. Not so realistic, but it takes away the. Mm. You know, they always they always seem to introduce like a something what isn't in the game in the film, like. And then you get films like Doom. Do you know what I mean? That oh, proves Doom was you. Great. No, it was it's shite. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> a film that shows you that it does not need to be films based on bloody. Well, I'm waiting for like FIFA to come out in the film form. Do you know what I mean? There's no need for it. Just like keep one is types of films, one is types of games, and fucking let it be. I think we've broken Steve. Do you down. not? <laughs> okay, but the same could be said with comics. It could be, but it's. <laughs> But it's a, it's, a, it's a similar platform, though, isn't it? If you think about it, like mm. in in, the, in when you've got things like comic books, you, you, they're easily adaptable to a film because you can mm. a lot of the materials there. Yeah. But if you're playing a game, say you're playing, let's, let's say let's take Sonic for example, right? Essentially, all it is is running down on a bloody one or two D screen, chasing rings, beating Doctor Robotnik. That's it. That is the premise of the whole fucking game. Same with Mario, cut gold coins and running left to right on a screen. Jumping on a couple of fucking turtles. There's, there's, much there's tons it. of law behind it all now. Yeah, mm. but it's bollocks. Do you no, know what I mean? Like, it's got to start somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. Man? Yeah, no, no, but it's like, yeah, there's start somewhere. And there's, okay, then there's release Sonic in like the 90s, 80s and 90s and Mario's whatever. Have you seen Street really... Fighter starring George Corvad Dam? Mm. <laughs> I haven't, and I don't think I ever will. Do you know what I mean? Really? Again, I'm not, sa- I'm not saying that you guys are wrong for liking it and I'm, I'm wrong for having my opinion. I just think that yeah, well, the comic book in the film, this story happens. Right, they adapt it into a film. They adapt, it, change it slightly to get people to people to guess what's happening next. That's what Marvel do. They don't follow a story completely, but they bring different stories in to keep you guessing, so it's not predictable. So, like in the Sonic film, the clips I've seen, the trailers I've seen, so, that doesn't happen in the game. So it's fucking bollocks. So what so about remakes? Stuff, then? Just... Remakes of films. But again, it's the same principle. You're sort of following <laughs> the same formula from the original. But what I'm saying is with the game, I'm not saying all games are the same, but Mario and like say Sonic, for example, left to right, chasing rings, you hit a prick, you lose your rings, you chase after them to catch <laughs> ones that fall off. Yeah, but that's, that's the not premise. What in the film. But you're not, yeah, exactly. And, that's the premise you know, of the game. You know that there is a background to all of this, right? Like Space Invaders has a backstory. I don't give a shit. Pong has a backstory. <laughs> I'm just saying that like there is there is an underlying story to all of it. So like yeah, I I I, no, I I really liked Sonic Phil. Like, I, I no, I'm, really I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that for me, I'm not a massive fan of films based off old games. And, and the the other side of that is, of course, that there hasn't been many good films based on games. Speaking of which, yeah. did anyone see Uncharted? No, no. me neither. We were going to have a double feature, weren't we? We, we were, were going to yeah. watch Uncharted and Moonfall and have a lovely time watching laughing yeah. at shit films, but it fell through. Yeah, sadly, R.I.P. <laughs> Um, so it says Sonic Northman. I'm just going through films that have been released this year. I say a good film that I saw yeah. to, to cleanse our palates. Mm. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Black Phone, no, is it good? Oh, it, I yeah. want to see that so bad. Yeah, no, I saw they had, I think I invited both of you, but you were both busy. Mm. They had a random yeah. showing at Cityward like two weeks before it came out mm. at nine o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, I remember you so invited. Yeah, yeah. Good, 
so good. I mean, I'm a big fan of Scott Derrickson. He's obviously mm. did Doctor Strange, the first one. Mm. He did Deliver Us from Evil, um, Sinister, which I think is a yeah. very underrated horror film. Mm. It's very, it's different to what I thought it was because I thought the trailer gave it all away, which it mm. sort of does, but it doesn't. But it's basically, you've got the grabber who is immensely played by Ethan Hawke, who's just like this mask-wearing fiend. So not like Bullet Train, then? No. (laughs) Bullet Train gave everything away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he kidnaps this this kid, and this kid like gets visited by previous victims, essentially, who try and help him. Mm. But it's just so well done and so creepy. And something that sort of makes sense a bit, I saw an interview with him, and Scott Derrickson is actually very religious. Mm. He's like a big old Christian. And he sort of believes in the spirit world and stuff. And I think that comes across in his films in like a good way because he sort of leans into it. And like, but yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's still at the cinema, but I'll tell yeah. you when I see it actually. I wouldn't mind going to see that. No, it, it's oh. very, very good. Scary, but not ridiculously over the top and just quite sort of paired back in what it mm. does. It's about, there's probably only about six main characters, like six people in it, really. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah, that's meant to be good. I'm trying to think of other films that have come out this year that I might have missed. Firestarter. Did you guys see that, Terry? No, that looked fucking shit. No, it didn't look good, did it? Um, what? So uh, I one think, film that yeah. we did see together, Dan, yeah. which feeds into a double a double feature we had, which yeah. I don't know if we're ready to get to the first part of that. Double I think we're going to have film, to. The film Men. Yes, which yeah. was quite the fucking experience. Yeah, I really liked it, but it's weird as fuck. Yeah, Man. it was. My sister was saying that she was going to go see it, and I was like, I wouldn't recommend it for you, sister, because <laughs> that that the ending just goes into what can only be described as horrendously over the top body horror. Yeah, and it, and it's, it goes on for a while as well. Yeah, it just, you yeah. think it's finished, and it just keeps yeah. going, but yeah. Oh, such a good film. I don't yeah. know if you want to go into a bit more detail on what it is, Dan. So the the idea is that uh, I, I don't want to give too much away because you do need to kind of go in. I think you, you benefit going in uh, uh, not knowing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially something has happened to this woman. Something bad has happened to this woman. I think you kind of know what it is, actually. But I still don't want to give too much away. I think you want to go in just completely fine. Something's happened to this woman. Uh, and she's decided to go away for a few days to uh, a day Airbnb in the countryside uh, where she's met by the person that owns the Airbnb, who is played by Roy Kinnear. Rory Kinnear, Rory. Not, Roy, not Roy Kinnear. <laughs> Fucking, that would be a different film. Rory Kinnear. Um, and gradually, as she starts to go around the town, you start to realise that everyone in the town is is played by Rory Kinnear, playing very, very different characters. And from then on, it gets weird, weird yeah. as fuck. Um, I, I say I really liked it. It's one of those ones that you had to stop and you had to think about a bit what was actually happening and why everything was happening. But I, I think it kind of works. Um, it made me feel uncomfortable and it's meant to make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Um, so, so yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was very, very good. Very different to what Alex Garland's done before. Obviously, he did Ex Machina yeah. previously and he'd written a lot of films, isn't he? But yeah. This isn't subtle. Very... <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. This this is a sledgehammer to the face with yeah. with its message, but yeah, yeah. so it's good. A Ford Fiesta to the chest is what it is. Very Ben Wheatley. Yeah. That that's that's who it reminded me of. I, I that's yeah. Mm. But that might be just because he used the English countryside an awful lot. So yeah, that might possibly. be why. 
Um, so the double feature we're talking about was the third viewing of a, a small film. Um, it's done. It's done okay. I think more people should have gone see it because I think everyone should have gone oh. to see it. Um, are we ready to talk about this yet? Should we get into this? I now? feel the need. The need. Oh. <laughs> we are talking about Top Gun Maverick. Um, undoubtedly my film of the year. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, the the fact I said that about Batman, and I said that a film would have to go some to beat Batman as my film of the year. And I think Top Gun blew it out of the water, if I'm honest with you. Um, my closest comparison for me is Mad Max Fury Road in the sense yeah. that when you, when, when you came out of Mad Max Fury Road, you spent the whole time going, holy shit, someone's done an action film really, really well. Uh, and that's what Top Gun was. It doesn't miss a beat throughout the entire film. Like it's predictable at times, but you just don't care. You're still on the edge of your seat because they've just made done it really, really ridiculously well. Uh, I, I, I've said it before, but I don't think it's giving away too much away. The bit where Maverick proves you can do it is now one of my all-time favourite cinema moments. Um, and I've seen it four times. And in that scene, every single time I've been leaning into the screen on the edge of my seat. It's... It's so fucking good. Apart from when we saw it in 4DX down, then it was yeah. pointing us backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah. 4DX was a weird experience, by the way, as well. Yeah. I didn't entirely love it, if I'm honest with you. But, no, um, I don't think I'd see it again. Screen X was by far superior. That was, that was the way to watch Top Gun, I thought. Have mm. you been yeah. to Screen X, Steve? No, I've not had the privilege yet, to be fair. And they got one in Watford, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, that's where we went. But literally, it yeah. comes like halfway down. For anyone who mm. hasn't seen Screen X, you've got the normals, the screen is normal. And then for Top Gun, certain mm. bits, which basically every time a plane, you were in a plane off the ground, mm. it just goes like halfway down the screen. Because I normally book towards the back and me and Dan actually ended up running about, what, 10, 15 rows down yeah. just before the film started. So we actually got the thing. But because oh, it's literally just like your periphery vision is just yeah. everything. You're it's... not really paying attention to the stuff that's going on. You're not really looking at it deliberately, no. but you are. It's just kind of like... Yeah, it's like very good when Maverick's proving it. that you can do it and they're doing like the fucking pulling up at <sighs> Mac 10. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is that you forget it's such a good film that obviously you remember mm. Maverick doing that. But then when you go and watch it, you forget the whole bit at the beginning where he hits Mac 10. Yeah. Yeah. And he just walks into that diner and just guzzles that glass of water. <laughs> yeah. just, where am I? Oh. Yeah, you're at Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and just Ed Harris has about 30 seconds worth of screen yeah. time, but it's fucking phenomenal. Where he just gets out and watches the plane go over, which in real life, that would have liquidized him. Probably, yeah. It nearly destroys yeah. the cabin, and he um, just stands there and watches it. So <laughs> the fact that every time someone says Maverick, you hear the Top Gun, dong, and it's not fucking ridiculous. I think says everything you need to know about this film because that should be one of the most ridiculous things in the world. But the opening where it's just on yeah. the carriers, yeah. like the original, the same font, the same yeah. music, goes straight into Danger Zone. On March 3rd, 1969, yeah. a group of, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, it's, yeah. Oh, just such a great film. Yeah. They, they really managed to capture the spirit of it all. And I genuinely think if it wasn't for Tom Cruise, and I don't mean this necessarily mm. in an acting sense, although he is fucking phenomenal as Maverick. Yeah. If it wasn't for Tom Cruise turning around and going like, no, we're flying planes. Yeah. That would have been awful. Had that been just some people in like a fucking, mm. with the green screen around and just going like, eh. 
He's yeah. the most important. You can person. see the terror yeah. in their fucking eyes when yeah. those planes are doing and some of those. The things. bit when they're talking about, and you're going to be pulling like nine Gs at this point, and this is when you start to black out. You can see them just like genuinely, like, <laughs> like starting to like actually starting to black out, and they do such like when they start pulling the Gs, you can see like the 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 veins in their fucking heads start to like expand. Like it's oh. it is is so well done, and as I say, it does benefit from the fact that they actually did it. Like mm. th- th- this was something they, they they decided they wanted to do properly, and it's once again another example of physical effects winning over. But um, like I said, I imagine that was Tom Cruise saying, "Like if I'm not going to get to go in a fucking jet, I'm not doing it." I think okay, he's the most. We'll, we'll put you in a jet. I think you can talk about um, any action hero over the last thirty years, and possibly since Arnold Schwarzenegger in the nineties, he's probably the most important person for action movies. Um, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, that's for sure, if there was a Hall of Fame for people that are keeping action movies going. Just don't ask Mickey Rourke to give his induction speech. What's the what? Have you not seen that Mickey Rourke came out and basically just slated him saying that he's been the same character for 20 years, he's not an actor, blah, 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 blah. He's just bitter that he's like some poor man that just knocks about, whereas Tom Cruise is like breaking box office records. Yeah. And yeah, looking I think... fucking unreal at the age of nearly 60. It's, it's, not, it's not fair, is it? It's but um, that film is is a nostalgia hit whilst being a really really good film as well. It could you could make a Top Gun Maverick and you can just make it about nostalgia and everyone would would have gone to see it anyway. But they made a genuinely, I think the mo so when the intro, which is just the original Top Gun film, that's when I knew it was going to be like I'm I'm going to like this film. Whatever happens from now on, this is aimed at me, so I'm going to like this film. But it's the bit where he is in the briefing room and he goes, you are told to train them how to do this job. And then he goes and bring them back, sir, and, and bring them back. Like, and that's when you're like, shit, I'm in this. This film has an actual heart as well. Mm-hmm. Like he, Maverick's there because he lost someone once and he's still trying to fucking get over that. Um, and it's. And it gets made worse by the fact that one of the people he's trying to save is the son of the person that he lost as well. Oh, Rooster. Fucking, this film is, it, it, I say it doesn't mustache. miss a beat. Yeah. No. It made me like what Miles made, Teller. What made, yeah, what made yeah. it good for me is the fact that it done so well and complimented the first one so well as yeah. well that like, I, I remember you two saying that you didn't need to see the first mm. one to watch this one. And obviously I've seen the first one loads of yeah. time. I know the story, but then, but Jess had never seen the first yeah. one, and we she, and she absolutely loved it. I mean, and it, it, it's basically explained the first one very well. Of actually, mm. not having to do it much. It gives you what you need. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many films that are in that situation that have done in the past where I've overcompensated what's happened in the film X amount of years before. Yeah, it's taken a shine of what's happening now. Was, but that was, um, yeah, yeah. You guys all said it's definitely my film of the year. Mm. Um, Tom Cruise it, is amazing. It just—it it didn't feel like I was watching a two and a half hour film. Of it was it flew by? Obviously, yeah. no pun intended. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, just, it's fucking incredible. Mm. And like, so if, if it was so real, you felt that you got sucked in, you got drawn in, and you know the bit I've never don't I've ever cheered someone on so much when Tom Cruise is proving to people. And then he yeah. knocks thirty seconds off the time. As yeah, well. exactly. And then he <laughs> yeah. goes and does it. Yeah, he's like John Hamm. You fucking <laughs> sit down and you watch. Oh. This. I yeah. fucking hate John Hamm. I mean, I love John Hamm, but I hate him. He's yeah. great. For, he was like born for this role. Yeah, it's like the snooty guy who doesn't quite like you, but in the end, like that speech he gives, like I've either got to like send them in and they're not ready, or I've got to put my life on line to make you the fucking captain of this yeah, team. Yeah. Oh, 
But even like stupid things, like the whole relationship with Jennifer Connelly's character, yeah. that could have been so shit and so yeah. horrible. But the the relationship they gave them based she her character is based on a throwaway line from Top Gun, you know, and one admiral's daughter. Yeah, and that's that's who she is. She's the admiral's daughter, mm. like that that he does the flyby for, like at, in Top Gun. As like a throwaway character because he's that's he's, her name's Penny and like yeah so that and, and they make it so they make it so good as well because it's but just such a good band between the two there. of them yeah yeah and, and like, obviously even, even and obviously the, the return yeah, of Val yeah the fucking gut I didn't I, I didn't know that he was actually genuinely ill in real life oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, thought, I, I, I remember mm. like, after coming out of sounds like cause obviously. We obviously we can talk about it. There was a couple of emotional things in the film that I, I think enough that. people have seen Top Gun we could talk about yeah. this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They even know myself... you're not ruining it, are you? Mm. It's still yeah. dread like, like the bit obviously that we, he dies in the film, whatever, and that was yeah. really, really sad. And I remember coming out to myself, I'm like, I, I, this is general, I'm not saying this on this type of business. I genuinely thought to myself, mm. there's like, two mindsets coming out. Mm. Either one, he genuinely is ill in real life. Mm. That's the reason why they did what he did with his character. Yeah. Or two, they thought he's that much of a bad actor now. How dare uh, you? No, they no, didn't. But, well, you know, so he wasn't they didn't much really rose him in, in John Wick too. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what I mean? So I literally, that's why I had to read up about it afterwards. Like, yeah, no, he's, Jimmy he's, has. He's really, really unwell. Yeah. He's but, not yeah, I mean, No, to be fair, he looked all right, to be fair. If yeah, you compare to how he looked at Jan Son and Bob Strike Back, where he, the first time I've seen him in a film in years, I thought to myself, <laughs> how do you go from that, that, that handsome man who played Batman and was it, that great character in Heat uh, yeah. been a supporting He's cameo. He's always been in... a bit up and down with yeah. his weight. Yeah. And he got, obviously got, when he got really ill, mm. for anyone who doesn't know, he got throat cancer and he's actually yeah, his voice box removed. And he now has a tube in his throat and he can't, mm. he has to block the tube to talk. Yeah. And they had to like, they built his voice using AI or something. For yeah. This yeah. One. But um, yeah, he lost a lot of weight and he got fat again because mm. in, even in Jay and Silent Bob, that's after he's had his voice box removed. Yeah. That's why he doesn't talk in that film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just did so well, just like a little hint. Mm. And it completely made sense as to how Maverick would still be in the Navy as well, yeah. because he, yeah. he is a fucking Maverick. He does yeah. do what he wants. He does fuck about. But he had a fucking Admiral in his corner saying, just leave him alone. Not 10.1, not 10.2, 10. <laughs> Mac 10. Oh, that line yeah. is just... Yeah. Don't do it. it. As soon as it hits 10.1, <laughs> the guy is just like, oh... I know what he's doing now. I know what I'm he's a, doing. I think everyone knew what he was going to yeah. do, to be fair. <laughs> he's, he's, even with the face mask on, you see that slight little eyebrow raise like from Tom Cruise. It's so fucking good. And he's, yeah, that's heartfelt. And even, so you got this heartfelt bit and even the humour in it's brilliant as well, going, who was the better pilot? Going, yeah, this is a nice moment. It. Don't ruin it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh. It was a yeah. coming together at the end as well. Sorry, Dan, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you go, you go for it. Yeah. yeah, like him and Rooster, and had that kind of like yeah. father and sonish type moment. That absolutely fucking killed me at the end. Yeah. Like, I cried more at that than I did when Val Kilmer died. But it was just that kind of thing at the end where they, they embraced and he went back to save him. And it just, it was you a know, There's a bit um, yeah. with you saying about there's the mm. bit when they're on the actual mission mm. and Rooster's falling behind and they're saying, like, Rooster, you need to pick up. He yeah. actually says, because throughout the film, he yeah. talks to Goose and talk to me, Dad. Maverick. Obviously, he says, "Talk to me, Dad." Yeah, and then it, cuts, oh, yeah. it cuts to Maverick talking to him. Yeah, 
So it mm. was like they were yeah. father and son, because obviously we know that he lost his dad at a very mm. young age, which the maths does not add up. He should be 10 years older than Miles Teller. Just that point. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it doesn't it's, add up at all. It's the bit as well when he is trying to hit Mac 10 and he and the sun starts to rise and he's yeah. above the clouds and he does the whole talk to me goose. That's like immediately when I was just like, oh my God. And even just at yeah. the end where Rooster's looking at the pictures. Yeah. Of like his and he's and his got dad, like young yeah. pictures of himself as yeah. well. It's just, oh, it's just so magical. Good. Yeah. Because I, I remember the first time I saw it, I was a bit disappointed it didn't end when Maverick got shot down, which I know yeah. that sounds fucking bleak. Yeah, but there's a bit where he gets shot down. He cuts to Rooster, and he's told, "No, you have to return back to base." And then it yeah. cuts to black, and I was just like, "Oh, what an ending!" Yeah, and then obviously it carries on. Which, having watched it again, like yeah. you do need that. That like, is, it's, it's a yeah. great little scene. Well, when you he need goes him in an F14 and, as well. Yeah, he goes back to so <laughs> they get on the S14, and he's yeah. just like, "What the fuck?" There's about a million switches back here. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, and it and it's just funny, but oh yeah, just... Mars Teller does a really good goose impression pretty much in that as well yeah in those, in those bits like um and like the nostalgia and it's really well done as well it's little things like oh look they're back in the bar mm-hmm. the bar's like barely in that first film but it's still a nostalgia hit when and they don't knock you over the head of it they don't have some flower mm-hmm. comment oh you're back here after 30 years which yeah. is what a shit yeah. would do yeah they just yeah. oh if you've seen it oh that's the bar yeah and mm. and also my favourite character in the film, Hangman. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Mm. He is such a cocky shit. And like, mm. he, everyone in that film gets an arc. Like, yeah. gets an arc and that makes sense. Phoenix and Bob as well. They, they oh, learn to work together. Bob. Please yeah. tell me yeah. that's true for something other than Robert. <laughs> Baby on board. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw this, Steve, but you're obviously a Family Guy fan. Bob's dad is forgettable 90s actor Bill Pullman. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Which I think just worked yeah, perfectly yeah. with the fact that Bob is such a forgettable character. <laughs> Do you see the um, uh, the interview with him going, so, like, and, you know, we, we picked our call signs based on, like, personality traits. And they're talking about, like, you know, Phoenix, you know, because, uh, you know, I rise from the ashes to, to them. And then but, um, the guy who plays Bob just goes, yeah, and, you know, you throw me in water and I do just float. <laughs> 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 Uh, which cracked me up um but yeah hangman as well like they had to talk him into playing that apparently was it you who was telling me this terry no they had they had to talk him into going like no that he, he originally didn't want the role he goes no i'm gonna look like absolute bell end in this cast he's like no you, you you don't understand your your role in this is to be the guy that thinks he can get everything done himself but in the end needs he needs knows he needs everyone else um, and it works really, really well because it's, it's kind of runs parallel with the Iceman Maverick relationship as well. Yeah. But even when he just looks at Goose and goes, I am good, good Goose, look, looks at Rooster, I am good, Rooster. I'm very good. I melted a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that guy had me. And I, I, I spent the whole time going, he's fucking Gambit. Make that man fucking Gambit. He would be oh, fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. We moved on from Reed Richards. We got that done. So, uh, so we're now like, just, yeah, make make uh, Glenn Powell Gambit. He's got another film where he's playing a pilot coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, he's got another film. Uh, equally, the Captain America film will have the guy who plays Fanboy, who's who uh, is the guy that takes on the Falcon wings in Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
so he he he's um he went back to the to marvel and went so like you i'm in top gun maverick i've done all the flying training now so just get me in the wings you can actually get me in the wings and get me up there and they had to turn to me and go you know they're not real right like these, <laughs> these aren't real things but yeah so so that's quite exciting as well but yeah top gun maverick is is the film we, i thought we'd talk about the most and by far and away we did so yeah, I can't yeah, see just... for me first I'd be in top this year. That'll be my like if we rank the films by the end of the year, spoiler, yeah. that's gonna be the one. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of anything else that's due for the rest of this year that I'm even remotely considering could go above that. No, Knives Out 2 will have to be fucking amazing, let me put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just a great film. Mm. It's got the nostalgia. It's yeah. just yeah. Uh, there's one that stands, I think, uh, like a hundred to one shot. Which is Wakanda Forever? Oh, I forgot that was this year. Yeah, yeah. That, that stands. That sounds trailer, the tiniest man. chance I think Fuck. of that film. That, that trailer did me in. Yeah, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, the fucking. Oh, that version of No Woman No Cry. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I I get the feeling Wakanda Forever is going to be very very good. It probably won't be as good as Top Gun though. I feel um, like it's going to be yeah. different, isn't it? It's going to be obviously emotional. Yeah, but. Uh, so what other films have we seen? Did anyone see Jurassic World? I have I seen it now, seen. yes. No, I haven't seen, seen it now. I ended yes? up renting it on Sky. Really? No. <laughs> the thing is, and I say this as a Jurassic Park and Jurassic World yeah. fanboy, I fucking yeah. love, I love dinosaurs, I love the films. Yeah. The whole thing, like it's obviously yeah. it's Jurassic World, Dominion, the end of the last film, dinosaurs out in the wild. Yeah. How are we going to deal with that? This film does not cover that in one bit at all. Interesting. It's all about like illegal smuggling, mm. people that have like, been making their own. We we'll go back to Dodson, is in it? Yeah. He's like the head of Biosyn, who are like the villains of the piece. But it's just. They probably realised that dinosaurs being introduced into the world wouldn't actually be that big a problem. <laughs> but that's, but it's, yeah. that's what you're expecting. Yeah. And it's just turned into like they've got to sneak into Biosyn mm. to like prove that they've created this locust that's destroying all this. Oh, mm. it's, just, it's just dull. And um, another another actor I'm getting bored of, Chris Pratt. He's just mm. Chris Pratt in everything yeah. he's in. Well, I, I can see that, Chris Pratt, yeah. Did anyone watch The Grey Man? Yes. Is it good? I fucking loved it. Really? I'm going to have to watch it then. I, I, I'm it's very... It. It's not like rewriting the playbook <laughs> in a spy film. It is... <laughs> he's... What is he? He's a CR... He's CR6. <laughs> he's like a sort of off the books mm. assassin type and he suddenly realizes that is he working for the good guys or is he working for the bad guys he goes oh, rogue and this is um gosling yeah. and then um chris evans is sent after him who's a, an off the books person that the cia go to when they can't do it because they need it to be done mm. in a way that doesn't follow laws so he has a lovely time playing this villain but it's literally just like a cat and mouse chase across the world Ryan Gosling is ridiculously cut in this film. There's a bit where he's topless and it's just like, fuck. <laughs> and Netflix in it, that's yeah. yeah. It's a Netflix yeah. film directed by the Russo brothers. <clears throat> got Anna Diarmas in it as well. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yes. <laughs> you're, you're right to ooh. Um, but no, I fucking loved it. It's, she is beautiful. As I say, it's not rewriting any playbooks. It's very mm. by the numbers. But what they do with it, some of the, some of the sweeping shots are really good. Some mm. The action is ridiculous. As I say, Chris Evans as a villain He's just having a lovely, lovely time. 
Um, how's about then? Did anyone see Secrets of Dumbledore? Yeah, it's fucking shit. <laughs> I did. I don't like the other two. I went because Jen wanted yeah. to go, and it was everything I thought it would be. Yeah, I'm just looking at what's on my list. Here. Just shame, really, because I actually quite like the Harry Potter films. Oh yeah, but it's just like, a shameless cashing, yeah. isn't it? It's fucking yeah. Sony, isn't it? it? I mean, they're not Sony, but it's like Sony and the fucking Spider-Man films. Yeah. Um, dude, X is a film that I saw recently. Oh yeah, which is by Ty West, who is a very good horror filmmaker. Mm. He doesn't do big budget stuff, and this is a very strange film. It's like a group of people that make porn going like they rent it's set in like the 70s they rent like some shack out in the woods to go and film a porno and shit goes down basically but the weirdest thing was it's got Brittany Snow in it as a porn star which Brittany Snow she's like in the Pitch Perfect films and stuff mm. like that you think of her as like quite a clean cut actress there's a bit in this film where she's genuinely using a blanket to wipe cum off her back yeah. uh, but it's just it's very gory it's very hard hitting horror but it's really really good there's only about seven people in and it's got a prequel coming out called Pearl. Um, but it's just really, really good. It's just like a bit of a slasher slash mm. supernaturally type thing, but really, really liked it. Again, it's another one that was at the cinema for about a week. I ended up buying it on Blu-ray, but I absolutely loved it. But I love a, a good slasher mm. horror film. Uh, where are we at then? What have we got left? Uh, Elvis, I saw. Oh, Yes. Did you see it, Steve? Uh, no, I've got no real interest in it, mate. I, I don't love Elvis. I yeah. don't love Elvis, so I thought mm. I might enjoy it, because normally with biopics and stuff, I get the art if I know too much. Like yeah. We've talked about it before. I'm not a big fan of the Bohemian Rhapsody film. Um, whereas this, I don't feel like I learned anything about Elvis. I learned about Tom yeah. Parker. Mm. We had this um, conversation, didn't we? He drove to the cinema to see Thor, didn't we? Yeah. We had this exact same Um. The guy playing Elvis, I've forgotten his name, is very, very good. But it was just a very dull film. They didn't really use his music, which is a mistake when you've got a, an artist like Elvis. He does he performs that one song all the way through. Mm. I just found it very, very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, the only other film on my list, other than one, that, two that we'll probably, we've definitely all seen, mm. and I know we'll talk about, was Welcome to Raccoon City, the new Resident Evil film. Oh, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Again, I've heard it's good really leans into the horror elements um i don't know if any either of you have watched the resident evil series on netflix i've heard that's good as well no, oh, no that's fucking shit i've heard really good <laughs> no, no 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 it's kind of interesting but and, and i'm not a resident evil fan mm. from what i understand people that love resident evil hate the series because it really plays with mm. what goes on but the film i thought from what i understand of the f- series of games because i'm not a gamer mm. it's quite faithful to what happens in there in terms of because it is like almost like a haunted house thing rather than a big big thing but yeah it's just yeah, really yeah. the zombies are quite scary there's lots of like dark hallways but like as in actually pitch black hallways i really really liked it hmm. cool anything else there's, a, there's two, two left on my list yeah i've got, I've got two films left as well that I've, that I've seen so thor um, love and thunder i'm guessing is one of them yeah, Steve just mentioned that. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Steve, Thor, Love and Thunder. Well, I, just, I just said that we watched it on the way yeah, to Thor, yeah. 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 I think my, my biggest problem with Thor, we all agreed, for me personally, it was just too silly. It was too, too... Uh, and it really fucks me off because Thor's my favourite Avenger, like, so 
with me leading into this, I was, I was more excited for this than I was. I got straight, even probably more so than mm-hmm. No Way Home. In hindsight, No Way Home obviously is a much better film, but um, I just think it was look, the human Ragnarok worked really well. It, it, there was there was an element of the story, you know, Chris Hemsworth relaxed a little bit. I think he showed that his funny side, but I think I think that because people liked that about Ragnarok, they overcompensated it with Love and Thunder, and I just think that it was just it made. And I think I think Tara, I think you said that there's a kind of might be your kind of conversation. It might be, it's definitely one of you who said that Thor wouldn't do that or Thor wouldn't say that or. So yeah, it's the bit where he's saying that we're going to go and get the kids and he's making, all the kids have been kidnapped and he's making jokes to the parents of the kids. He yeah. would do that. He would be very stoic in that moment. He might yeah. make jokes away from people, but yeah. yeah. You see, my, my problem wasn't the humour, which I, I, I thought was fine. Um, my biggest issue was the fact that it felt like it just lurched from scene to scene with very little kind of connected tissue, like very little to like... It felt like they came up with like, we've got this cool set piece and we've got this cool set piece. How are we going to get there? How are we going to get to this? Mm. How are we going to get to this? But then supposedly if, yeah. um, a lot ended up on the cutting room floor, didn't they? Because Marvel turned around and said mm. this film has to be two hours long mm. after he'd like done the script and after they'd filmed loads of it. So it was like literally they had to turn around and just like cut scenes left, right and centre. Because apparently Christian Bale was really, un- not when I say really unhappy, mm. he's not like kicking off. He's disappointed with some scenes that got cut. Because he thinks they're better than he's the best thing in the film, brilliant. by the way, as well. Oh yeah, a million miles yeah. when he's talking oh, yeah. to the children. That's mm. fucking unreal the way he does with that. Even Bearing he does mind, look like the uh, nun from The Conjuring. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. It's very minimal makeup, but it's just what happens if you get a good actor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like Christian Bale, and I, I didn't hate it. I I, I kind no, of want to go see it either. again when I'm in a better mood than I was because yeah. I was in a bad mood at the time. And that, that I, 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 I have seen it twice. So yeah. I saw yeah, it with let's Jess not talk about your second up. viewing, Steve, you fucking heathen. You sent us. <clears throat> well, so I sent you to a photo to the group and moved my feet up in the seat in front of me. You don't do it, man. Fucking animal. I didn't sit and watch it. I didn't sit and watch my feet up the whole film. Cinema is church, right. dude. I, I, literally, I literally did that to like, I knew it wind at least one of you up and it worked. <laughs> yeah, so, but did you think it gained anything from the second viewing? I was going like, to say, do you think it gained anything by you taking your shoes off in the cinema? <laughs> no, I think um, uh, Jess just wrote a bit of paper lies to me having my feet up throughout the film. Maybe I did put my feet up once or twice. Um, but no, I, I think because I went in there with less expectations, obviously, so I knew what I was expecting. Mm. I think I relaxed with it a bit more, enjoyed it a bit more. I mean, like, like you said, Dad, I didn't hate it. Mm. I still enjoyed the film. I think yeah. the element of his his relationship with Stormbreaker was fantastic. But I feel like that level of humour there was great. Had they taken some of the other... Because I think what, for me, what it was very... Because um, it was such a humour overload. You mm. can Again, this isn't any disrespect to anyone who does suffer from it, but the fact that Jane had cancer in it, it, I feel like because of the humour overload, the balance sense wasn't quite right. Like what was supposed to be quite serious moments could turn out to be not so. But I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to put a positive spin on saying so horrid. Mm. But when but they like, were talking about the, it, was a bit, it wasn't. Have you seen um? You seen Jojo Rabbit? No. Okay. I don't, yes. You're going to watch Jojo but, Rabbit at some point, right? I uh, you, 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 you want to watch it, Steve? No, you want to watch yeah, it? Don't it's spoil fucking it great. Me. Yeah. But there's, no, there's a moment in it. So, so Jojo Rabbit has some great moments of pure comedy in it and pure joy. Oh. 
And then there is a moment that just hits you like an absolute gut punch. And oh. it's, and they, I think they missed the mark with, with, with uh, this Thor film, Thor film. Oh. That's hard to say. Oh. Um, <laughs> which, which is, which I think is it, the, the humor kind of bled into bits that were meant to be like. I think the problem like, was. Yeah. There was too much like ad libbing and too much mm. people going off script, and I think that's what comes across because a lot of mm. the jokes aren't servicing the story or the script. Whereas yeah. like Jojo Rabbit, there is humour, but it's there as an offset. Or yeah. even Ragnarok, a lot of the humour it was banter between Loki and Thor, which is always yeah. going to work. Yeah. Whereas this film, it was just Thor saying some random thing that's funny. Um, oh. Korg saying something mm. funny about fucking where you have children by holding your fucking hand over a rock. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. service the story. It doesn't add to the plot line. And that's because people go on about, oh God, like he ad libbed that. And it's like, yeah, but ad libbing isn't, so, people seem to think that people going off script and making things up in the moment is like the best thing ever. Mm. It fucking oh. isn't some of the best films ever. Like Aaron Sorkin, you don't ad lib his films. I've fucking written it. You will say it as I've written it. Yeah, but he's also written some duds as well. Oh, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like people just seem to think now that the best thing is, oh, he went off script. Yeah. And I feel that's that yeah. was the main issue with this Okay, film. but that's going off script is fine. But then having the nouse to then go back and say, actually, that doesn't work and cut it out. Yeah. That, yeah. Again, yeah. Taika Waititi, I feel, was like mm. a bit of the Peter Jacksons where they sort of went, oh, he's actually quite good. We've got to let, we've got to let him be Taika Waititi. It's like, mm. Weirdly, for me, this felt like, you know, when the first Anchorman film came out, they then released mm. a version called Wake Up Ron Burgundy, which was all of the other scenes they filmed, which was all mm. of the ad-libbing that didn't make it to the first Anchorman film. And they made an entire new film that didn't really make much sense. But it was basically a way of getting all the funny scenes out that they hadn't got out before. That felt, that's what Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder felt like at times, mm, which was the, yeah. like, so we've got these funny scenes. We're going to put them, stitch them together. I liked the goat until Mark Kermode fucking ruined that. And he said, even neither, I, I know that's a meme from about 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, I didn't fucking think about that. That's exactly yeah, what the it Taylor is. Swift yeah, the Taylor Swift meme, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, I think it's. But I still like the goats. I thought the yeah, goats the were goats funny. Goats yeah. Goats. Um, it's, so apparently the um, is uh, apparently um, Russell Crowe's accent is a very New Zealand reference, from what I understand. What the Italian? Yeah, but apparently it's a reference was, to something that's. I thought he was trying to do Greek. But no, well, apparently, Greek, apparently Italian, that's like it? a little inside joke. To but then. You can't put an oh, inside that, joke like that in. But it's, it's an it's inside joke to the whole people that of like Australians and New Zealanders and Antipodeans basically. So, mm. so like it's, it's, it, it kind of makes sense, but um, I just think a lot of it missed the mark slightly. I think, I think that there is the makings of a very good film here. Maybe we yeah. should re have released the w Watiti cut. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a five hour version of this film. No, that is just I think we, I, I think we got the Watiti cut to be fair. Cause that's yeah. got his name written all over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I feel I, like important yeah. scenes were cut so that his jokes could make it. It uh, felt, it felt it also, it felt a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's Gore the God Butcher and it still like felt like, we didn't, we didn't see him butcher many gods. Didn't see him butcher many gods and the ones he did butcher, um, like, he didn't even butcher the, like, Zeus. No. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's, it's, it was, it, yeah, it just felt a little um, underwhelming, 
in general. The whole mm. thing did. And I, I think I said, I think it felt like it lurched from from scene to scene with very little connective tissue from, from my, in my eyes anyway. I, I, I think that can kind of sum up, sum up a lot of phase four. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's been I, a bit disappointing. Yeah, I, I, my personal <laughs> feeling is is there's no real connection. Like, when you go back and watch phase one now, oh. at the time there may have been, and I know that me and Terry have had a conversation about how the phases have gone, how the films don't always add up, and we had a bit, quite a big discussion about it, didn't we? Yeah, but you were annoyed well, about Thanos' eyes changing colour. No, no, oh no, but, no, but, no, no, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just sort of talking. I was thinking out loud, but yeah. no, I, that still pisses me off. But like, <laughs> I, but I'd think to myself like, there's, there's probably going to be, I don't know if it's going to be a Black Panther, mm. or it's going to be in the Marvels, or it might even be in a TV series that's somehow going to bring it all together. Look, so you, so you go back to phase one. Mm. When you when you watch back now, you can see that you can you can kind of see the tie-ins. You can kind of see what's going on. I don't see any tie-in in in the current films now, which to me tells me they may have an. I'm not going to say end game because I don't want to say no pun intended, but they may have a goal in mind. But at the moment, like you can't really see what that is, and that does annoy me a little bit. Because I think we like you said, Dad, Dad, we're so used to Marvel making good films. I'm not saying I've hated any films or haven't, yeah. but I think that lack of and again, one of you two definitely said that at the moment, whoever's directing the current films are making their type of films. Mm. Like, uh, I think, so, yeah, that's what that's just why I do. I think there, there'll, be, well, there'll be that one moment that will happen. You think, well, uh, fuck that now ties it kind of together, but will it feel rushed at this point? I don't know. Did, well, did supposedly, it, oh, sorry, Dan. Yeah. Did, did, didn't phase four feel really short? Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, it feels really short. Well, and phase six yeah. ended like 2026 or something yeah. ridiculous, doesn't so, it? So for me, it felt like phase four was like Kevin Feige going, I'll tell you what, we now need to lower the stakes again, which is really fucking difficult to do after Endgame. Mm. So it almost feels like, so let's get some interesting characters, let's get some interesting directors, let's do some fun stuff with them, see what we can do, see what we can make from this, and then... I'll tell you what, I'm going to pop back in phase five and we'll loop, we'll tie it all together. Mm. Here, here's some notes. Just make sure they follow these. Uh, okay, supposedly, well, I'll make I'll make a big speech at San Diego Comic-Con. All right, cool. Because <laughs> supposedly Ant-Man's meant to change the game, isn't it? That's yeah. meant to be, because that's where Kang comes in properly. Yeah. So I think that's going to be like, it's, like the reset moment that we're talking about there, whether that's going to take mm. back Phil, like Steve just said, or whether it's just going to, like you say, these are almost throwaway films just to get us through reset the stakes but yeah ant-man i think is going to be the one where so far the most important thing from phase four oh bye steve hello uh, so so Sorry. far the, the most important thing from phase four is is the loki tv series because and i guess maybe on wanda turning bad yeah but even that like the one thing i didn't love about doctor strange also was that that's the first time we've had the oh no you definitely need to watch this tv series for this to make sense yeah, which they've been very good at not making you do. Yeah. Um, but there we go. It's what it is. That's what makes you think yeah. that Doctor Strange will be that one film. What is going to expand? Obviously, the multiverse makes the whole MCU wide yeah. open because it could bring anyone in. But so, they, I currently, as it stands, that's the one film that I think is going to have maybe a bit of an impact going into. They the, they, are, they asked um, Kevin Feige. He says, "So, who was it that's bust open the multiverse?" He says, "It's Loki." He goes, mm. Loki's the one that's done Mars. it. So, yeah, so he said, so, yeah. so he's like, a, a canon is that basically all these things happened at the same time, but Loki's mm. the one that's really kind of put the cat amongst the pigeons. So 
I don't know. I think phase five will will tie it all together, hopefully. But yeah. at the same time, just need to see some good films. Saw some good TV series. WandaVision was great. Loki was great. Hawkeye was great. Yeah. Falcon Wind Soldier was a TV series. And like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, I just didn't love it. It was all right. Uh, yeah. um, we'll watch She Hulk soon, haven't we? I'm looking forward to that. It looks good. Have you seen well, that officially released a still? I'm sorry. Hmm? Uh, we'll see what's so Released a still of Daredevil and he has got the yellow helmet. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Steve, you were talking. No, I was going to say, I finally actually finished Miss Marvel yesterday. Mm. I really I'm, liked I've still it. one episode, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the last episode was actually really good. Mm. But as a series, I just don't think it was that great. I've liked I think it was I've, definitely yeah. a binge watcher. I watched it like in basically a day. Yeah. Mm. He I've made really it all like Wednesday seen. thing. Yeah. Wednesday, me, Oscar and Jess had dinner watching yeah. Miss Marvel. We did it for episode one to four. Mm. And then we just kind of never. Then yesterday we sat and watched five and six back to back, just to sort of say we'd finished it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's like how we said about what if, and we said when we did our top ten Marvel. Like, I liked it. Mm. It, was, it wasn't dreadful, but to me, it just wasn't. I didn't considering how sport we were last year for TV series, mm. and I don't. And I'm not really massively looking forward to She Hulk. Oh, really? Which, which hopefully means that I'll go in there and absolutely love it. Mm. You know, but um, but when you compare it to like WandaVision and Loki and how sport it were with those series, I mean, if, if it were to rank rank it now, I'd probably still put Miss Marvel above What If, mm. but it still wouldn't it wouldn't push anywhere near sort of WandaVision and Loki and Winter Soldier and Captain um, Falcon and Winter Soldier for me. I think Loki and WandaVision are like the pinnacle so far. Mm. I think those two are the, definitely the the ones that kind yeah. of stand out. What have we got left this year? Is it just She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever? I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Unless they're going to announce like a sneak, sneaky X-Men TV series or something. That's yeah. next year, isn't it? Uh, X-Men that's... Yeah, that's the, the cartoon. Oh, yeah, fuck me, so that good. looks good. I'm excited. Yeah, that yeah. looks really, really good. It just looks so faithful to the, the original cartoon. So mm. I'm 100% in on that. Love the fact when that does it's the secret yeah. invasion start? So I'll show you that. I don't know if it's, uh, it's like early next year, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, Dan, Next Carol, year, there's a lot on, on, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. we got one more film to talk about, I think, right? Yeah, the one we all saw yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. at this point, we haven't seen Nope. None of us seen Prey yet either? No, no. No, I'm going to... We'll talk about Prey and Nope at the same time, I think, hopefully. Yeah. I think that's going to be the way to go. Um... Yeah, so we went see uh, I mean, uh, separate times. Bullet train. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was. A, do you know what? Just asked when we came out, and I said my exact words were, "It was exactly what I thought it was going to yes. be." It was exactly. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I think the, I think different film, different actor. Maybe you may have been a bit annoyed with some of the humour. Yeah, but because like, let me put it this way: if um, is it Harker? If he'd have taken the job, then I think it might Carver. have been a slightly more Harvard. Carver. Carver. Yeah. Carver. Might have been slightly more yeah. irritating film. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just talk about that? I know you I know yeah. you've done the pod recently for Terry that you're getting sick of Tyler the Rock and you just said it yeah. about the rock as well, Chris Pratt. Yeah. I'm actually really starting to get sick of Tyler Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. completely and unrelated said, to who can't. I said I said, you know, um I said that spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Smile, well, give it. Oh, yeah, yeah shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> that film came out yesterday. I think we yeah, should yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie, yeah, don't cut that out. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, anyway. 
it was exactly what I was I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think any character was bad. Um, no. Brad Brad Harry Pitt was Taylor incredible. Johnson was so good. Yeah, he I don't love the guy time. either, but he was really good in this. Tangerine I loved, Lemon. <laughs> I loved how like did you notice he had a West Ham stick on the back of his phone? Yeah. On, on his phone when he put his phone when his phone first rang, it had the West Ham stick on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna to change to my phone in a minute. My bad got five percent. But then they say played the bubble song as well, and then yeah. I did laugh. And they, then they had a little flashback. Their kids, and it's over. West Ham one, Chelsea yeah. nil. Yeah. Like, had to fucking pick Chelsea, didn't they? <laughs> well, well, yeah, like... that was the point. Michael, like you know, yeah. but um, I love the total Thomas Tank engine. Oh, that's that's yeah. oh, spoilery yeah. as well. He's a diesel. <laughs> He's a I'll diesel. I'll tell you what. Right, we're gonna say it now. If we've talked about all the other films, if you haven't seen Bullet Train, turn off now. Goodbye. Yeah. And thank you for listening. <laughs> and if, if unless you don't mind it being spoiled but let's let's just go into it let's just fucking talk about it because yeah but so to go at back this point, to your point steve yeah. yeah i'm sick of ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds and everything <laughs> yeah because yeah. he's exactly the same everywhere like in mm. interviews he's just ryan reynolds as well yeah yeah ryan reynolds is getting a bit boring <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he is just but the thing is well with ryan reynolds he's one where we have seen the other side like buried mm. he's really good in buried and even like, was it early noughties? He did like the Amityville horror and stuff like that. It was he wasn't really amazing in those films, yeah. but it was good he showed a different bow to his string to his bow. Yeah. Whereas now he's just Deadpool and everything. Whereas yeah. the, I thought the Channing Tatum cameo was much more hilarious personally. Yeah. That was <laughs> brilliant. That was, that was, that was a sex thing. He's got such <laughs> a good walk. He's <laughs> got... <laughs> <laughs> You just think, yeah. I want to give you some money. Is it for sex stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, this is, so Dan, who we went with, uh, he mentioned, that guys, what if this is another smoking aces? Yeah, you've nearly fucking ruined my night with that comment. <laughs> but like, this is what smoking aces should have been. Like, if that makes any sense. This, this is, Had it been set on a train? Set on a train, obviously, yeah. But it, it felt, I, I just really enjoyed it. I think it's silly. The plot's paper thin, yeah. Um, but it's it just um, it's just really really enjoyable. Well, one um, thing I was thinking about afterwards, as well, was do you think Brad Pitt's actually the main actor? I feel like Aaron Taylor Johnson carries yeah. the film more than he does. Yeah, I, I think yeah. So. But he's 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 not. Not every scene is based around Brad Pitt in that film. Yeah, like but got, for a massive chunk, yeah. it goes over to Tangerine and Lemon, and, yeah. and they're predicament. Yeah. And also the father and the son as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it follows them more than it follows Brad Pitt as well. <clears throat> and like the whole relationship with the white death. Um, I loved all the flash aways and yeah. flashbacks when they do like, we killed 16 people. No, it's 17. 16. <laughs> and then you just go through the flashback of them counting through as they're killing people. That's yeah. 16. You ever remember the, the passerby who runs up to the car to talk with their explodes? Technically, it wasn't our fault. Yeah. <laughs> I love, um, yeah. And then the whole Thomas Tank Engine stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was brilliant. That was You're so fucking, funny. I know a diesel when I see one. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love and it's it. when like he's talking later on and the yeah. father goes like Thomas the train engine tank engine and he's very yeah. that adamant yeah no, I really the whole bit it. with the snake I thought was really funny as well yeah mm. and the bit where uh, uh, Zazie beats 
Is that, that's her name, isn't yeah. it? The Hornet, yeah. Yeah, accidentally Hornet, injects yeah. herself and injects him with the anti-venom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, can I get you anything? Um, yeah, water. Yeah, water. A blanket. And the bit, speaking of water as well, the bit where Karen Fukuhama comes in is like yeah. the waitress. Is like, anyone think, oh, water, sparkling. Is that... I gave all my money to that guy to wear my hat. Do you mind paying for it? So, well done, mate. That water cost me 10 quid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I liked about that. Like, yeah. Even though I know he's English in real life, yeah. they made him so English in that film. Because yeah. Yeah. Normally, yeah. normally, normally in most Hollywood films, what they do is they'd hire someone American to be English. Yeah. But they they still say American anymore, phrases. Man. Seems like but we're like, hiring a lot of English people to be American. No, no, no. That, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's good yeah. in that aspect. But I mean, 15 years ago, they would have hired an American person to be English. Yeah. They still would have used American phrases and terminology, but they couldn't have made it. Made, I mean, again, I know he's English in real life anyway, but they couldn't have made it anymore. Even the way he says things and like these phrases. And yeah. uh, so it's good to finally see now that Holland have decided actually we need to make them basically authentic British people. And yeah. not have him saying him, like both him and and uh, Tangerine and Lemon were really good in this. I thought. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They, they they stole the film. They, yeah. they they were the the two two best uh, characters in my opinion. Yeah, and, well, they were, they were kind of the heart of the film. They were the only mm. ones that like were were morally the kind twins. Of, yeah, yeah. There's a bit as well when they come out. He goes, he says. Does they, they know what you look like? And he comes out with a suitcase and he smashes the lock. And <laughs> 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 the pads fall out. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it, it was, like you say, it was exactly what it yeah. said on the tin. It was a proper Ron yeah. Steele job. It was enjoyable. It was mm. fast paced. I did find it a little bit boring at the end when like, the train starts to crash. I thought that was a little bit too much. Well, I think the fact that that, that train, I knew from like the first 10 minutes that it was going to end in crashing. That was, yeah, but the way it sort of crashed, but carried on yeah, going for about four miles. <laughs> Deadpool-esque scene of Brad Pitt flying through the train and like, yeah. all the lucky yeah. things happening to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it was good. It was a... Uh, well, it's not going to... For me, it's not going to win any awards or anything. No. It's not no. going to be... But it's one of those sort of films that, yes, I will... will if I can, probably not what's going on at the minute, go see it again. But I will get it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Oh, yeah, it's definitely will... a purchase. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not opening day. Maybe the fa- you know, we got but... like a five-minute like setup scene for the wolf, who then dies instantly. We with him setting him up and stuff. Yeah, in the like corner. going from like being a kid to like becoming like an assassin to being like one of the main men and finding love and then like just to set up the fact that he was at a wedding <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I yeah. found quite interesting though as well is I don't know if you guys noticed this as well but when they when they come up on the screen they introduced the character it came out by the name hmm. Brad Pitt was kind of the only one where didn't get kind of like a real cut scene hmm. do you know what I mean everyone else got like a bit of a maybe a small little, like the dad got a bit of a background yeah um, the, the, the two twins got a bit of a background the horn got that bit of a background the flashback to the wedding but with him, he didn't really get a. a, 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 a it was more you had to kind of guess what he did based on his conversation. He was sort of involved in both of their flashbacks, didn't he? Because like, yeah, he already shot him twice. But then he, he was could, at the wedding. He couldn't be in the flashbacks because he was never actually there for anything really important. Yeah, so, like, true. He went when I'm uh, just the, the grabber was like Car- yeah. called Carver, and he's like, "No, that's not me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good yeah. film. To steal what you said, Dan, as well, like Michael Shannon, the White Death is fucking scary. Yeah. It's Michael Shannon's the one person in real life right. I wouldn't fuck with. Like, he's no. terrifying in real life as well. Mm. So, yeah. 
but it, it suits him so well. He's he's such a good actor. So yeah, and then the he, has, he has that look about him, doesn't he? He has that look yeah. of psychotic, like yeah. If you go in a fight yeah. and he got the upper hand, he would stop. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of feeling you get from him. But yeah, Bullet Train, I liked it. So we still got yeah. Nope. We've still got Prey. I, I'm, I'm tempted to watch Prey this week, actually. I need to watch stuff. Yeah, no, Prey is meant to be it. very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nope's gonna, probably going to be quite good as well. And then we've got like films like Wakanda Forever coming up as well. A few other films coming out as well that look quite good. Can't think of any right now, but, you know. Well, there was the, <laughs> a couple of trailers. Did you get the same trailers? Did you get oh, a trailer yeah. For Smile, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually want to see that, actually. Yeah, that mm. looked enjoyably shit. And then so, that yeah. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies just mm. looked shit. Oh, yeah. It's just that film to me, I don't think I'll go see because I can't stand that Pete Davidson anyway. But, um, it's but yeah, that point that smile looks as well. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, smiles, that smile so, looks uh, good. Smile, I wasn't that fussed about. I was like, it looks all right. And then the end, where you see the woman walk into the car, it's going to be like, okay, so she's going to smile into the car. And then the neck does a 180. <laughs> <laughs> just wasn't expecting that oh. at all. I'm in. Mm. Yeah, that 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 got me, and um, it, it actually made me jump a little bit as well. So, mm. so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. in on that. So yeah, not in on Black Adam though. That can fuck off. <laughs> that well, looks bad. I'm, I'll, I'll every film I've seen the last sort of yeah. six weeks had the Black Adam trailer. That was but the biggest trailer like, for me for the longest time as well. Yeah, yeah that was. Mm. We, we got no trailer spent well, on Black Adam. Mm. Most of went in the rock's fucking salary. Yeah, I mean, I like, I mean, I like the Rock. I'm not, I'm, I'm not bored of him yet. But I, I, I probably like the Rock for different reasons. Why you two like the Rock? Do you know what I mean, or dislike yeah. the Rock? Whatever the case may be. It's but... a cookery career, right? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, um, I looked up on IMDb the Rock, and like the next three films he's got, if mm. you read them, they again sound like the same character. Mm. Just like this all action superhero. Because like, the thing is, like Black Adam could be quite interesting. But it's not going to be. He's just going to be the hero who punches people a bit harder than he should. Well, he's going to learn to not kill people by the end, yeah. of it, isn't he? Or either that, or he's going to become the villain for uh, Shazam. So Shazam three, yeah. which we desperately need. I'm I'm cool with that. I like the Shazam films personally, but but you know, I I don't need a like, I, I don't need that many more films about villains. If I'm honest with you, like, <laughs> especially when. They're the One fucking second. origin. Yeah. Like by all means, have spit like Suicide Squad. The biggest problem was they're fuck. We're intro- being introduced to the characters. We should know those characters. Dan's yeah. like twelve year plan that he was on about earlier. It should Actually go through was. all of that. That sounds like a better plan than probably what they've got planned. Yeah, but you go through that. You have like three films. You have a couple of Wonder Woman films. You have a couple of Batman films. You have like a mm. random Aquaman thing, and then you end up with six or seven villains mm. that you know and you don't need to be introduced to in the fucking films. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Let's wrap this up, shall we? We've been talking yeah. for a couple of hours. Can I just, now, maybe. Can I just say half, one yeah. thing, Dan? Yeah. One thing, Dan. I, something that I have watched since the last time I recorded. I, I finally watched Ted Lasso, which I know that you know about. Have we not and talked think, about that before? Fuck. Because no, obviously, the last time we recorded it, I hadn't mm. seen it. I don't think Terry has seen it. No, I don't think, yeah, because the last time we really? would have talked about Ted Lasso would yeah. have been the Chris at the end of year special. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've watched it twice since then. It's yeah, so I've watched it twice good. since then as well. Yeah. Such very, a good very, film. Such a good yeah, series. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic, yeah. Like I said, look, we've watched so much stuff. Like, there's probably stuff like which we call Marvel in Marvel. We've not even spoken about like uh, Moon Knight. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Phenomenal. 
even with a minute ago, we'll talk about all the different series. Yeah, we, we didn't talk mention Midnight, yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. But that feels I mean? so like, removed from everything. Yeah. That almost feels like yeah. its own thing because it didn't have any you... connective tissue to the wider universe. Did you no. see um, the, uh, the, the Instagram post that the director put up? No. It said it had someone there going, will there be a Moon Knight series two? And then, then it moves over to the director and goes, hmm, I don't know. They're on a boat at the time. He goes, I don't know, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And then you see Oscar Isaac steal the phone and goes, why else would we be in Cairo right now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, we're yeah. getting to season two of Moon Knight. Yeah. I imagine that'll get officially announced at D23 or whatever, won't it? The Disney yeah. Expo. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Eternals 2 is meant to be pretty much just nailed on as well, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, they they just said there was more to come, didn't they? Like mm. films within the films that they've announced already. So, so yeah, there was a couple of dates in the carriage, didn't there? Uh, the were at one point on IMDb is untitled Marvel films. So mm. I don't know they're still on there because unless they've been added to what's been announced. But yeah, there's a yeah. couple of sequels come out due out, but due at some point we can't wait four years for them. Do you know what mm. I mean? I don't even announce films to 2025, 2026. But yeah, where is the Eternal sequel? Like. Yeah, they're not okay. going to wait till twenty twenty six to do it, are they? We got some, we got some pictures of the Joker too, which is coming out in twenty twenty four, and you know, no one gives uh, a shit about that. Yeah, hmm. I can it's a shame with it. Hmm. It's a shame with it. It's just again, it's just the first one done so well, made a lot of money, and they think they can capitalize on that. Like, it doesn't no, need to be made. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. it'd be phenomenal. But... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It may come out and actually be absolutely incredible. I suppose you can't really. There's not many films apart from like the others, like Morbius, where we know it's going to be fucking dreadful. This might, this actually make it better. As the the, I, I remember years ago when Interstellar trailer came out, and I remember saying to my friends, "I want to go see it." Everyone thought it looked shit, and then I've literally they kept saying, "Oh, they're taking the piss out of me wanting to go see it." I think Fair you started hanging out with different people, Steve. From honest yeah, with exactly. you, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking that looked fucking phenomenal. So yeah, but like. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, you watch it, and it yeah, it's an absolutely incredible film. Like, there are there's certain films I've, 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 I've definitely spoke about. It. I think they just don't excite me. I've seen them, actually, they're actually incredible. Or, mm. or that's, I'm, for example, Thor's a good example where there's so much hype around it, and it was underwhelming. I still loved it, but underwhelming, like, you mm. know, but yeah, maybe Joker 2 might be falling in that category of we'll take the piss out of it, going there and think, actually, that was actually incredible because there was not yeah, really much, ex- there wasn't much expectation. The first one, apart from the fact that someone was finally playing the Joker again, and could they break the, you know, um, I can't remember his name. He played the uh, Joker Dark Knight. Now what the fuck is his name? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah, like there was that stigma that oh, who's going to take over after the compare? And the guy went to win the fucking Oscar for it. Like you know, yeah. it's weird. Sorry, yeah. fuck, I'm running there. I don't. I don't know. With uh, I might. I might be in the minority. I don't necessarily know whether he deserved to win an Oscar for it, but. Well, I feel it like was... it's not going to age well. Yeah, me too. It's good. Like in the... It's fun. It's fun. It's a. Oh, I liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, but um, but I, I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. Maybe it'll be excellent. Maybe the second Joker films actually exactly what we need. Maybe I've got <laughs> that completely wrong. It wouldn't be the first time I've been wrong about a lot of films. So, right, let's wrap this up then. Terry, Steve, thank you so much. Let's do this. Let's make the next period of time shorter than, than the last one, shall we? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be done. Like okay. I said, we need to stick to a routine. We need to uh, yeah. 
we need to get that sort of like maybe weekly Zoom one in and then like I said, yeah. once a month you guys come to my place. And I, I mean, things may be a bit different going forward because of what, of what, <laughs> of what's, just, yeah, what's during the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, because there's only three weeks left. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't change anything. You know what I mean? We can still do it. Even if, yeah. we, do it every, even if we do it bi-monthly at mine. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy to host. And we like to when get back in the swing of doing it. So yeah, there's so much stuff that we could have spoke about. But, you know, we could have spoke so much more detail about everything, but... Yeah. You know... I mean, we've been going for two hours. Yeah, and we could have done yeah. two hours on Top Gun Maverick, to be fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Right, let's wrap this up, though. Terry, thank you very much, buddy. So long. Yeah. Steve, it's been emotional. It's been fantastic. So nice <laughs> to see you, folks. <laughs> yeah, and we've lost Terry's face. I don't know where Good. Terry's gone. My internet's gone up the shit, so I'll just turn the camera off. Nothing went out. Cool, got it. My internet's gone up the shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you want to contact us, hit us up on at TMTOH on Instagram, Twitter, and we're on TikTok as well. I haven't put much on there, but we will be. Um, any questions about this? And also come join the Discord links in the Instagram bio and the it's on the Twitter uh, pinned tweet. Do a lot of chats, a lot of chats about movies on the inst- on their TV series, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it's it's well worth a read. Just quickly, I forgot one comment from Duncan, who does the the Too Much Time on Hands podcast. The Batman is the best film I've seen this year. It's so intense, beautifully put together, visually, and the soundtrack is incredible as well. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, thank you, Steve. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you, Terry. Goodbye. And uh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>